0: While we'll be consuming alcohol throughout the show, should you choose to join in, we ask that you only do so where it's legal, safe, and in moderation.
1: We also welcome your feedback and suggestions on our Instagram, at Movies Rock Podcast.
2: And should we say anything rude, non-inclusive, or otherwise wrong, we apologize in advance. We are affirming of all, so with that being said, offense or ill will is never our intent. Now let's get back to the show.
0: episode we called out my mother for her terrible taste and how she disliked everything everywhere all at once yes yes despite
2: yes. It well i didn't light. say that i'm not i'm not i'm watching that i'm not don't backpedal her. she's wrong <laughs> it's good she is wrong i'm sorry mrs derek's mom <laughs> but, but you are wrong.
0: But I oh. want to point
2: out that I'm sure you do understand you sure you like stories and you like film. I was not judging her tastes. No, <laughs> I am
0: judging your taste. Just oh. your, your son is judging your taste. Um so so she I told her to go listen to the episode and she did and she sent me this lovely short essay that she has asked that I read on the podcast. I am
2: so excited.
1: I want to hear this. I'm super like, excited.
2: She does she got to be ready for my response then. She does <laughs> (laughs) Specifically mentioned that I read
0: this verbatim. So I apologize in advance. (laughs) So first of all, I totally love the candid and spontaneous comments. I can always appreciate different opinions because I don't necessarily have to agree with them. Direct reference to everybody everywhere all day long. (laughs) 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 You know, the painful eternally long, Never getting that time back in my life movie that I'm talking about. Consequently, <sighs> oh, it's, <laughs> consequently, it's not my fault. You have some, how can I say, unique and different points of view. Just because <laughs> you're wrong <laughs> doesn't make me
2: love you any less. Real quick, real quick, pause. Pause real quick. I got to add just a little color commentary, real quick. This woman talks like he does. That's yes. how you talk, dude. That's how you talk, bro. Legit. You, this, is, <laughs> this is Derek's mother. A hundred percent. I believe that this is Derek's mother. Continue. The, the DNA <laughs> is there. Yes, yes, for I'm, sure. I'm
0: not I'm not I'm not gonna comment on that. Her next line is I love the chemistry of all three of you. Uh, it and oh and how it feeds the show. I especially love the tangents. Keep them coming. Yes. <S. laughs> You need to remind me to prep for the next show beforehand. I was really thirsty while I listened, but I couldn't grab a martini because I was still at work.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like she didn't know that, that it was a drinking awesome. show. The, the name is <laughs> Movies on the Rocks, Ma. Oh, Jesus. All right.
2: So what's your, what's your mother's let name? the roast begin. I name? will go last. What's your no, mother's name? Name? Derek, what's your mom's name? My mom's name is Nikki. Nikki. I or Mrs., I don't want to be disrespectful. Miss Nikki. Miss Nikki. I appreciate you, number one. I <laughs> I love the fact that you had such a well-thought out and concise response. It hit, it made sense. I disagree with almost all of it, but I appreciate and love it. And it also, Nikki, has given me insight to why Derek is the way he is. <laughs> Literally, off. almost like, dude. Which the things you're saying is like exactly <laughs> like your delivery, my. Yeah, you know, I'm reading it. I was reading yes, it,
1: but no, but, to but see, dude, to but see, you it's, say it's, things it's, like that. It's the syntax of it. Dude. Yeah, it's not the way. It's not because it's your voice. It's because okay. we can hear that where you get your like, like the way you speak. Of yeah. course, you're gonna talk like your parents.
2: What your vernacular? It came. This is vernacular. not about me, you dickholes. Yeah. Bro, I understand I'm that, just saying, we're saying. So she sounded like way she was slaying us, or way she was just giving her dig yeah, was yeah. one more clever than you. Let's start off <laughs> with that, and two, very much like you do it. That's yes. all I'm trying to say. I, my
1: opinion of that conversation is.
2: Nikki you're the bomb. Nikki's the bomb. And she's I think the, she's dude. wrong. I think Nikki's wrong with what she, she said, is. but what? I appreciate she responded. She gave she gave us feedback. That's yeah. her
1: feedback. That's her opinion and I'm all Much
2: for love it. Nikki. Much, Much love Nikki. Love. Thank you. Please keep listening. Thank you. He's keep sending us messages. Let's read a message from Nikki before every episode. I, I think, think it's a was, great thing. I don't you awesome. dare, Nikki. Send us one every every episode. Into, no, we're not eating that into reality. It's not gonna, happening. Before speaking we get into reality, listen, we're gonna add a section right after news, even though we're doing this before news. It's gonna call messages. It's gonna be called messages from Nikki. Oh, that's amazing. Up, we're just gonna read her messages. <laughs> and then if Sal's oh. lucky, if Sal's lucky, we'll let him send one every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> But he doesn't know how to write, so I'm this (laughs) disappointed in you guys. Welcome everyone to the podcast,
1: Movies on the Rocks podcast. As we just heard from Derek's mom, and just for today, another one today, I want to send out a little dad joke, little action here. Therapist, so what brings the two of you here today? My wife. It's impossible to live with him. He's too literal. Me, my truck. And there you go.
2: (laughs) What? It was way over my head. Uh, I I think I'm missing it. Slow it down.
1: I love my job lately. Colleagues have been writing names on the food in the office fridge. I'm currently eating a yogurt called Susan. How
0: cute. (laughs) (laughs) You're that asshole. I am.
1: Anyways, yeah. so yeah, Wizard movies on the rocks. We just talk shit. Where Nick, uh, where Nikki, Derek's mom talks shit about us, which is great. And I love that. I
2: enjoyed it. Yes, we're all about, about we're it. all about talking so shit. Upset. Everybody
1: talks shit. It's the best part about having a podcast is that we get the chance. to My talk wife calls
0: shit. this the shit on Derek show.
1: Oh, she does. I mean, I yes. mean it kind of is. It, it kind of really is sometimes. It really we, is. Yeah. But then of course, but then of course, you know, then then you get some of my movies and it's the shit on Thomas show. So there you go. I, all I just works. want to point
2: out is that. Oh, you guys, that's like, gonna be tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah i'm not gonna lie uh, <laughs> this, I, is a, I, this is a rougher one i'm gonna I give, you, wait I'm gonna to give you my wife. My him. wife's quote was verbatim the fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> i can't wait to I discuss i'm this actually i am
2: excited to talk about it but um with is that it, being said, we do yeah. shit on Derek a lot but we i do i mean i, mean, I derrick will stop shitting on you when you stop bringing shit to the table that's what, what are
3: you even 27? talking about
2: <laughs> what are the last three movies i brought I can name two. Okay, all right, Derek. You you have all right. Derek has brought a couple really fucking good ones. Okay. No, yes, he has. He's brought some bangers. But Derek, you've brought the worst of the worst. (laughs) You have brought the absolute (laughs) (laughs) filth. The worst of the worst. (laughs) When we get, when
0: I finish our database and I have all of our average ratings, I am going to roast you, Derek. I cannot wait. We'll let's see, see dude. Yeah. You have three we'll
1: of the worst. You have bro, Tokyo you, Godfathers. Bro. You have Night on the Galactic Train. Bro, and, and that's I've been here. Let's, let's bring that, that one back. And been here, and Ga- that's of Ga- course, Ga- and then of course in the army now. So those, dude, yeah. bro, I brought.
0: Night on the Galactic share. Railroad was a two point seven six average. That's, that's tough bad. to beat.
2: That's pretty that's, bad, bro. Okay, that's, that's pretty a, bad, my god. That's a that's a tough one to beat. Oh, that's, that's
1: like that, that 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 gets you sent out that gets you fired from a job bro my,
2: yeah my guy my guy i would fire your ass no no joke if you brought a 2.6 worth of work to me derek you're fired
1: just <laughs> you're fired. you're fired yeah oh my god so but anyways like we've said this is a podcast about talking shit about movies everything music anime on occasion when we're when Derek's allowed to Soon and, enough, uh, but it's also but fuckers. it's also but it's also about the drinks that we're drinking so guys what are you drinking tonight
2: I'm gonna start because I feel like I should be shit on because I kind of feel bad it's now. it's coming I, that Derek said he feels shat on because I'm not gonna stop that's why I feel bad about heat. it it's never gonna stop and Betsy I'm so sorry because I I would never shit on Betsy ever would never ever happen. It would I'm never. Prepping happen. a steamer, dude. Come on, what's your drink? <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, no. What I'm drinking is. Um, I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get made fun of. I'm drinking. Mike's Heart a lemonade. very a very very drink. I'm drinking a Mike's, Mike's. Hard Lemonade. <laughs> I'm drinking a black cherry lemonade, and it is okay. delicious. Okay. <laughs> At least, everyone, At least it's everyone not cider.
0: Loves everyone out there loves Capri Sun. Yes, it's basically the same thing. Dude, it's oh, go believe
1: ahead. me. I'll, 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 before Derek goes to his, because I always think of Derek's as the pièce de résistance in every episode. Sure. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with mine today. Uh I, kind of shitting on my I am drinking. Right I'm actually drinking a somewhat keto-friendly drink today. Oh. It's uh Crystal Light fruit punch with rum
2: just so oh if, i was just like vodka okay right, no, yeah. crystal
1: life fruit punch with rum and it's, i feel like i'm on a beach bro you know you know you just, gotta do it. think it's like a daiquiri but liquid yeah. version
2: yeah so. i hear you good good stuff what you got Derek? all <sighs> right
0: we know how this goes uh i'm already um i'm already gonna hate it i i, I just don't want to drink this
1: so i'll i'll say what it is you ever see what it
0: is? Go ahead, yeah, yeah. Because he I don't asked know what me it about took, it the other day. I took your recommendation, man. I went I, and bought it.
1: So he asked me the other day, hey, that... It was that, on the last
0: episode, folks. On the last
1: episode, you, 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 you mentioned about this beer. And I told him, yeah, it's called Samuel Smith's Organic Chocolate Stout. Okay? Now, I told him on the text, I was like, hey, just be advised. Yeah, it's a stout. It, ha- it might have a little bit of a stout aftertaste, but I think it tastes like fucking dark chocolate. It tastes delicious, but it may have a little stout aftertaste. I love stouts, but let's see how it goes. You gotta Eric's like drinking. stouts.
2: You gotta like stouts, and he's not gonna like it. If you like that, I'll be shocked, dude. Yeah, he. There's no. <laughs> way. There's no way. <laughs> I knew he was gonna like it. Like. Stouts, are, stouts are tough, man, and I like them, but, but some of them are fucking tough. But honestly, dude, when you just described that to me, I'm like, man, I wish I had that beer. Right now. <laughs>
0: That's what Eric. I was you I can have try. the rest
2: of the six pack God oh, please leave it damn. For me. yes, I want oh. it. So for real, do not get rid of it, I'll drink it.
0: Oh God, it's so bad.
2: Yeah, it's I'm gonna so like it. I'm gonna like it. I could tell that I'm going to love it. It's so delicious.
1: Yeah. I had it <laughs> yeah. at this place in. And you're drinking, of course. What are you drinking?
2: He's no? he got twisted tea now.
1: <laughs> he's got twisted tea. To watch one his is?
2: mouth. you know, a, it a, is a, a old reliable, yeah, <laughs> old faithful, old he's faithful. Like, he's, he's, look at he's using it like mouthwash. <laughs> I mean, listen. I make fun of Derek. I do make fun of Derek. But like this, Mike's hard lemonade is slapping so hard right now. <laughs> It's like, what a cosmic treat this is. I Why have I been ignoring this micro lemonade for Black so long? Black cherry. Dude, because it's so if good. you drank all
0: the girly yeah. drinks, then who would we get to make fun of? That's true. Yeah, we, gotta, it's, it's, we gotta
2: leave Derek his, I guess, in I
1: guess You gotta
0: leave me to my craft, bud. We're all
1: doing girly drinks tonight. Yep. So cheers, cheers fellas. fellas. And as they say in Kids in the Hall, tastes like candy. It's a girl's
0: drink. Oh <laughs> my god. I always wondered where that was from. <laughs> it's from kids
1: in the hall. Anyways, but, uh, so, um, I guess uh, it's time to just take Talk
3: it about the news. to
1: the news desk! <laughs> news of the day. News of the day. Shh, shh. I'm doing ASMR.
2: Well, if you're gonna do it, do the anno <laughs> do the anno Domini thing, dude. Don't fuck it up. You're fucking it up. Shh, no I'm not. You you just start talking. This
0: clusterfuck.
2: So yes. <laughs> there Anno
0: Domini
2: and the
1: Earl. Anno I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> This
3: that is the went worst episode yet.
2: <laughs> one, we went, he went hard on that one. This is a special day for some reason.
0: Oh, my. It's a God. special day.
1: because of Monday. That's about it, man. Monday. Does Monday's anyone have
0: news? Oh, sure, I sure. actually
1: want to talk about something. All right. Tell so me. here's the deal. So this I'm going to take out of the file for uh, fuck around and find out. All right. Um, so, still doing I was opening now? my file folder. Oh. No, this oh. is a. <laughs> so, we all know about the kind of shit that goes down in Florida, Florida, the AKA free state of Florida. Anyways, with DeSantis and all this stuff. So this this past couple of weeks, there's been a lot of stuff between, of course, and this, the reason why I want to bring it up is because of Disney. So, oh, are you gonna tell lot...
0: me about that neighborhood thing? Because oh, pretty, it's amazing! It's quick. so hilarious. Okay, so, do you know I don't about know this? What Eric? you guys are I talking about? Okay, it's this weird is
1: weird great. All yeah. right, so. We all know that about a year or so ago This was about a year ago when the whole Don't say gay bill came out in Florida That Disney got out uh, Against it Mind you, Disney is the largest Taxpayer and largest um, I guess you could say Largest taxpayer, largest employer In the state of Florida But they came out and said, no, we don't agree with this bill And of course, DeSantis used it now, he's using it as his own little thing about his battle against wokeness. Either way, so <clears throat> in the process from the last year, from in the last year, he's there's a thing in, in, in Disney called the Reedy Creek Management District, where it's their own little special tax district where they are. They're basically a city unto themselves.
0: Oh, it started okay? off as like Disney and wanting this is to like... get in done, like neighborhood
2: community planning. Yes, and yes, basically. Is... And this is like within Orlando.
1: Yes, so okay. within the, the property that Disney owns, <laughs> mm-hmm. they are basically king and castle. They can do they can do whatever they need to do. Okay, because is this
2: I mean, is, is this just is Disney the only place in the country it, that has this? They're one of the few places one of the few, that do one of the few. that. I'm sorry, so this, this is very. I, I can't. I can't help myself. Oh, this is intriguing. No, 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 no. Uh, it's it's, it's insane
1: because just to give you an understanding of what they have. In infrastructure at Disney. Yeah. Disney has their own fire department. They have their own police department. They wow. have their own light company. They have their own phone company. They have their own gas company. They have... They, 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 I mean, it's, it, They have, everything that you would think a city has, they have on their property, and it all belongs to them.
0: It's important to mention that the way that this little community operates is that they don't receive um like tax r- regular tax funding from the city or the state level they're essentially required to, to use their own money find a way to pay for it themselves and some of that is of course like HOA type fees right but they don't get like all the same support that you would see for like general infrastructure from a no. city or like an interstate or something like they that they
1: have to handle their own infrastructure yeah. and so so for this whole thing they had to create this organization called the Reedy Creek Management district.
2: C- Hold. On. Guys, I'm so sorry. You're just okay. giving me so much right now that you have <laughs> to get you have to take a break because okay. I'm sorry. Before we go to Ask that, questions. Yeah, I need to cuz this is, go, this go, is go, go, go. I've never heard of this before. So, they have all of this 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 infrastructure for a city for like a a town, a city. Yes. Themselves. Yes. And they're paying taxes? Yeah. But they okay, but there's Running their own water, their sewage, they're like. So yeah, what because, are they paying taxes to?
1: Because, I mean, they still get access to outside, so there's still stuff coming in. But internally, okay. if something were to happen, they have to fix it themselves. They're not going to go to the state. They're not going to go to FPL or anything like that. They're going to fix the problem themselves. And if they have to bring in someone from outside, uh-huh. then they're going to contract them and bring oh, them in to help. Fuck. Wow, that okay. kind of situation. I, I,
0: I, I think I'm... I'm I, if you're following? The, the, the ex- point is that they kind of operate almost like their own state.
2: Their own. Yes. Yeah, it's like their own country there. Okay. Yes.
1: So, I remember when I, when I started working for, for my, my, the company I'm working at now, I had a customer who was inside the property, who was inside Kissimmee, okay? They, you know, they were inside Celebration, which is the town that's in Disney, that Disney owns, okay? It's the town that Disney owns. And so, basically, they, they needed some services. Unfortunately, I couldn't provide them services because they had to go through Disney.
2: So they had to go through Disney. So people that live in Kissimmee, that's part of Disney's infrastructure?
1: Not all. Not all. Some parts, like Celebration,
0: which so, is so Disney's
2: celebration. So Celebration. Yeah, and there's th- people that, there's like residents that oh, live. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. People have but houses they, and everything
2: there. It's, it's quite literally like a suburban neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. So when shit goes down for them, they call the police. It's Disney police.
1: Well, Celebration police, but yes. Yeah. Disney. Disney, Disney runs Disney. everything. Wow. So, sorry. All right, so, I, I'm with you guys. Sorry. So anyway, so Fast forward. Don't say gay. Bill Disney's like, we don't like this. They, 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 they voice their opinion, which is their constitutional right. They can voice their opinion. Mind you, this, this is probably Disney is probably the largest Republican donor in the U.S. outside of maybe the Koch brothers. I mean, they're one of the largest Republican donors. They've always vote, donated Republican, <laughs> sometimes Democrat, depending on where the wind blew. But most of the time, it's a Republican donating donating company.
2: Okay, they've just been really progressive with the gays, though. Yes, always. they have
1: been. Always. Yeah. Always because that's a, a large part of their employment. They yeah. have a lot of they have a lot of people in the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And so anyways, they 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 voiced their opinions out in the public because their employees, I think we spoke about it on the show, their employees had gotten pissed because they hadn't been speaking their opinion about the bill. So they finally did and then, you know, this whole thing happened between DeSantis and Disney. So anyways, throughout this process, DeSantis then shows up and decides to pass a bill stripping the Reedy Creek Water Management District of their powers making Disney now beholden to the state government through the Reedy Creek Management District because he will then take that district okay that board and put his own people in yeah. okay now here's the di- here's what's going to happen here's what happens with that with that happening then they lose their tax shelter so that means the entire state of Florida now has to pay property taxes on Disney property. So now your property taxes have a possibility of going up, yeah, way up.
2: because that's a massive amount of property. Well, it's a massive a of amount of property. So of that's,
1: that's one of the things. But he's like, no, because we want to. He, basically, he did everything just to fuck Disney over. But here's where it got good.
2: And, okay, uh, hold on, real quick. Oh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll make my comments afterwards. No, no,
1: but make, make it, your yeah. comment. Make your comment now. Make a comment now. Because but when when, you, when I tell you what's going what happens next, you're gonna fucking laugh your ass off. You if, won't have if, time.
2: If I was DeSantis scientist and I was gonna fuck with a company, is that the one to fuck with? Because let's just say, like, like let's just like say a,
0: what a good fifty percent of your states. That's what income. I mean. Let's just say, <laughs> Disney was like, Disney was like,
2: you know what, you know what, fine, DeSantis do you? Fuck you. We're gone. <laughs> And they can move anywhere they want and everyone is going to welcome them with oh, open sure. arms.
1: I mean, they've always talked about having a Disney park in Texas. Remember, there's always been a myth about that, oh, having God. a Disney park yeah. out. In, like, that's the that's dumbest the shit the...
2: I've ever heard in my life, my dude. But yeah. <laughs> good.
1: So anyways, but so here's why I said this comes out of my file if we'll fuck around and find out. So here's what Disney did. they After they announced something, they never talked back to DeSantis. They made their voice clear. Yeah. They made their opinions known. They didn't like it. And that was it. They didn't say anything else, but DeSantis kept railroading and kept, you know, stumping and saying, oh, Disney's woke now. And then all his little Nazis that were all over the state, you know, it's all it's whole thing. So what they did in the background, though, which is fucking hilarious. This is where it gets super fucking funny. They put forward paperwork and documentation. All right. (laughs) Paperwork and documentation. This is the board. board. This is the board that's there before DeSantis takes over the board that's there, which are Disney employees, by the way. Those are Disney employees. The board are Disney employees. They put forward paperwork in public, in the public domain, with the state and the county, essentially removing all the powers that the Reedy Creek, the Reedy Creek District has in decision-making on anything that has to do with Disney and whatever they want to do on their property they basically put in the paperwork and it's essentially been filed and approved by the state of Florida. Not only that, they wrote a clause that the state of Florida agreed to. Am I, am I clipping, guys? I'm sorry, I'm just excited. No, you're good,
3: you're good. They, oh, no, it's they wrote, fine. A, you're good. Yeah.
1: they wrote a clause that the state of Florida agreed to. They put a what's called a Royal Lives Clause, which works here in the States as well in the UK because it yep. started in the UK, came over in the States. Yeah. Basically, what it says is, They are legally bound to do this and have this happen, and it will not run out or expire until the entire line of King George III dies.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So So, it's all based on an entirely unrelated royal family dying off with no descendants.
1: Oh, no, he had descendants.
0: well, no, no. It, it depends on here. him. It depends on him dying with no descendants before yeah. they can get power.
1: <laughs> yes. So because, because of that, it's basically in perpetuity. I mean, how many descendants does fucking King George III have? So I mean, just in power much,
2: now. So to break it down, it pretty much just means whatever he just tried to do, he cannot do to Disney forever. The
1: only thing they have, the only thing they have the power to do anything for or have decisions on, is infrastructure. And roads, which is needed, it's which is an ads, which is a needed thing because then you're dealing with, you know, like electricity for like emergency services on the property. They can't turn that off. Uh, Roads for like ambulances. They can't, they can't, they can't not fix the roads. So the only
2: thing that they have no, they they can't just do willy nilly is change their, their civil engineering. Their infrastructure. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so hilarious. With all that happening now, DeSantis is so pissed because it it's just coming, He's like, oh, it was illegal and I want an investigation. And Disney's like, dude, we We put it all in public. It's all in in the public forum.
3: Your people approved <laughs> it. Your
1: people approved <laughs> it. It's all there. Yeah. It's all there. Stamped and approved by the state of Florida and the Count and Orange County, Florida. Stamped and approved. So now the Reed district's like, oh my God, they did this behind our backs. He's like, How is it behind your back? It's in public. Yeah. We 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 didn't do anything behind your back. It's all in public. It's all been there. It's all on the site. You can look for it on the website for the for the Orange County where
0: it's filed. <laughs> I mean, funny. what was the <laughs> okay, I'd like to think that, you know, perhaps there was a long game, you know, that DeSantis had in mind here. Like, you know, maybe there was there was something, you know, that was like realistically a good, you know, four to seven years out before it was realized, you know, whatever it is. I don't know what 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 give me some hope. Is there is there a long game that I'm missing here? Was he hoping to, like, get Disney broken up into a bunch of different corporations or something? I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't think so. I, just more, think, right? I
1: think what it is is that he's just doing what he can to try and bolster his, you know, his look for the election. Because everyone's expecting him to run for president, but yeah. here's the other thing with yeah, that it was is real that- slow
0: about <laughs> what was it? it was real slow about uh, what was it denying the uh, yeah. uh, what is it asylum or whatever that that yeah it, yeah I don't yeah, think yeah. it's technically asylum he but-
1: can't he can't do it but by, by law he can't he can't deny another governor the extradition of a criminal in his state. By law, he can't do that. Oh, he, he was gonna, he can. Oh, he, he was, was going to try he, to do he that. He's saying, oh, "Oh, we're not going to, yeah. we're not going to, we're not, we're going to deny extradition." He he can't do that. I mean, he, he'll look like Georgia. What's his name? George, the, the the former governor of like Alabama in the '60s that tried to bar the National Guard from allowing people to uh, the, the the students to go into the University of Arkansas for uh for school. You know what I mean? In the '60s. So so he, he by law he's he can't do that. He could probably stand favor, and right? say, "Hey." You know, I don't agree with this, but he has to let them through to take him if he has yeah, to. Yeah,
0: but it's it's in his favor now. He doesn't have somebody to compete with.
1: Here's the here's the the thing with that is that so there's that part, and also there's the aspect of that he's trying to put forth a bill that changes the constitution of Florida, saying that if he runs for president, he can still keep his job if he loses.
2: Oh. <laughs> so- <laughs>
1: So before he actually says, "Oh, I'm running for president," he's trying to get that bill passed through his own Senate. Yeah, and shit. yeah. Okay. So this guy is just—he's just as seedy and as sneaky as fucking Donald Trump. It's just—it is what it is. But yeah, but that's that's my uh, little interjection to fuck around and find out what well, right. what do you guys got. That's I got a pretty
0: nothing, good one, of course. I like it. Yeah. Okay, I've got my uh, my thing I mentioned. So I sent you guys a link to uh, a youtube video but it's not really a video it's just a uh, audio track of uh one of uh, an artist one of the artists that I, I really enjoy so i don't know if you've ever heard of this guy before but um i think i'm gonna say this right but i really enjoy listening to his stuff called alta and so this track that he released the other day called savages has 198,000 listens and It's had really positive uh, reception so far, but I want you to give me your first impressions, Eric. Do you know anything about this song? Uh, No, I'd known, I've known nothing about it until you sent it to me. Okay. So, um,
2: what about you, Tomas? Do you have, did you have any first impressions of this? I had
1: never heard of this artist. I mean, initially
2: I thought it was a Jay-Z track, but then I realized it's not Jay-Z. But he, the dude sounds very similar to Jay-Z. He
1: does. Are you sure he's not Jay-Z? It wasn't Jay-Z? I think it was.
2: So he goes in the song, "Your like, a- boy." Was that an AI, my dude? I wanted to bring this up because
0: Alta was able to use our current technology... To create an AI uh, representation of Jay Z. Seriously? And it sounds like motherfucking Jay Z. Wow. It sounds great. It is, in my mind, totally indistinguishable. It had his flow
1: and everything. Like it sounded like him.
0: Absolutely. Sounds just like him, had his mannerisms. Holy um, shit. Totally believable. That's, we're fucked. And this is really the topic. I enjoy Alta. He's got, he's, you know, a really good artist. Anyone wanna go check him out? Cyberdance. Please go check it out. Yeah, no, dude, he's, that's got, he's got lots of good tracks. But, I don't like this. I don't like it. Anymore. Um The point of this is that that was not Jay Z, and it was. It's out. It's I in the world. Like it's already been like done. This. Like it's This. It's not like I mean, oh, we can't... might be able to do this in the future. No, they they did it. It's here. Let's listen but, to it.
1: Okay, hold on. Like... My next thing is is, is there legal <clears throat> ramifications on Hell yeah, there's
2: Probably going to be. I think. I
1: uh... think maybe he asked for permission.
0: We
2: no, probably, wait a probably minute. didn't get hold to, on a I, second. I, hold on a second here, guys. It, is this illegal?
0: That's, yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm gonna talk about because there's a lot. Okay, so here's the thing there will absolutely, with 100% certainty, I can predict the future. There will be lawsuits over things like this. It will Hell happen. Yeah. They've already begun, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, but you know, when we have the ability to uh, that the same, I go back to these guys all the time because they do great work. Um, Corridor crew on YouTube. You know they do a lot of AI deep fake kind of things where they can get somebody who is a um, what do they call them? Like an impersonator actor kind of thing. Like they just really good at doing impersonations. Yeah. If they have the right, you know, body and facial structure and they've got a good imitation gimmick, then you can just change their face to be the actor they are imitating. And it yeah. is very, I mean, even the last one they did was a couple years ago and it was very believable then, let alone, you know, with, you know, the added technology we've gained since then. And so there's been a lot of discussion around is something that an AI creates art and, and can it be, you know, considered as, as unique and copyrighted or is it the artist, the person who types in the, you know, the, you know, the words and the code into the, you know, the algorithm to have it spit up, are they the artist or, is none of it art because you got to keep in mind that all these AIs are trained off of real art from other artists that is already out, you know, that, that people had to manually create in a more mm-hmm. traditional sense. Yeah. The only reason that Alta's mm-hmm. AI generated Jay-Z sounds like Jay-Z because he had to feed it a bunch of Jay-Z songs so that it can understand what Jay-Z sounds like without those songs, it could not have reproduced Jay-Z, but in the same sense, Jay-Z was in no way involved in the production of that song.
2: And Jay-Z, That we know of. And yeah, and also too. Yes, it sounds like Jay-Z, but it's not Jay-Z. It's not- Does it him. matter though? I, what is, I, what's,
0: what's, the, what's the appeal? Is it is it, you know, the style of the rap or the tone of the voice or the words that are spoken or or I, I would I would argue it's a little bit of everything, right? But if you can get to that eighty percent mark, is it a pass, right?
2: I don't know. But the thing is, is like I understand that that AI is Jay Z. Okay, that sounds like Jay Z. Like we just listened mm. to him; he sounds like Jay Z. Yeah. Right. But yeah. it wasn't him. That wasn't of Jay Z verse. Is that AI going to be a better songwriter than Jay Z? That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. I don't think the a- the AI write the song too.
0: No, no. Alta wrote this, wrote the song and the lyrics. That was already they just done used, they before just did the they a- had the AI. So, yeah. Okay. The AI was a, a later development in the process of like creating the song. All How the lyrics many guys are, are
1: in that band? Is it just
0: one dude? I think it's just one dude. Yeah.
1: Because there's like on like Spotify, like I look at the Alta artist, and there's always like the a same three names. It's the same three names. It's like oh. Alta, J. Sil, and some some dude named Jay Rodriguez or something like that.
0: Uh, I mean maybe he did a lot of collabs. Maybe that's what those were and they they shared, you know, ownership of the songs. I don't know. I don't know. A lot but of it's... the stuff that I listen to Alta is either him with a new artist that he's only got one track from or just him.
1: There was a song I heard the other day and I was like, Is that Del the Funky Homo sapiens? Now you're making wonder, was that even really a human?
0: So. I mean just just <laughs> this kind it, of it's man. funny just because we've had A lot of times when we look at things like deep fakes on on a movie or on YouTube, you know, the uncanny effect comes in and our brains start to kind of pick apart different things and we start noticing that "Eh, something's off. You know, it doesn't we can usually recognize these things. But when you listen to that song on a blind first take, if you don't have anything to go off of, I would I would bet money that it was Jay-Z.
1: Yeah, right. it sounded like him. I mean, I, at first listen, if you're not paying attention, I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was him. Honestly, my me, brother even thought it was him. He was like, "Is that a?" J-? I heard the Jay Z song, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Me
2: too. I thought it was Jay Z, but then when I looked, looked the at the caption, it said it said not Jay Z. But then also, I started. The reason why I was like, "Oh, this isn't Jay Z," is because lyrically, it sounded like his classic stuff, it doesn't sound like a Jay Z. It doesn't lyrically. It doesn't. It sounds like him, but it's not lyrically the same. I was,
0: the part that, the only part that kind of caught me, I guess, uh, struck me as like a little unusual was that it sounded like his older stuff and not like his more recent work. Yeah. Because he does, he has evolved and has changed a little bit over the years, you know? And, and so he's got a little bit different style than he did, you know, in some of his other hit his early hits, right? So Mm -hmm. it sounded very like his early stuff. And I was like, oh, well, maybe he's like, returning back to it or that's kind of part of the, the song or whatever. And I just kind of assumed that it was, you know, part of the gimmick or whatever, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. Worth noting. Um, anyone wants to go check it out. Alta savages on YouTube. Um, check out cool. Yeah, v- uh, in all was cool.
2: Good stuff. I, so I got,
1: an- I got another piece of news oh, for you guys. More. So <laughs> this past week, actually, no, just yesterday, actually, it was announced uh yesterday maybe the day before either way this week it was announced one of the largest mergers in sports entertainment history oh ufc or well, endeavor which is the parent company of ufc has just bought wwe
2: i oh i knew Vince McMahon was trying to sell yeah i remember so, yeah so oh, uh, yeah.
1: endeavor just bought the WWE. how much was it uh they purchased it for $9.3 billion.
2: Oh, it's a rich man. It's a very, yes. very rich man. Yes.
1: Mind you, mind you, mind you. Do you know how much Vince McMahon actually paid his dad for WWF at the time?
2: Oh, man. Mm. I feel like it was probably very tiny compared in to 1982, $9 million. In 1982. I'm going to say a couple million. $1 million. And he turned it into nine point two bill.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, so UFC right now they're they're making about twelve point one billion dollars. And now since they bought that, basically it's twenty. It's a twenty one billion dollar company at this point. So Endeavor, and so like uh, Vince is gonna stay on like as a board executive, oh, like executive <laughs> of the board, like chief, not, not chief executive, just that he's gonna be stay on. Actually, you know, he'll be the chief executive of the board, but like he's not gonna be in charge of content and shit like that. Yeah. So that's Triple H at the moment. He's supposedly he's staying. So. But either way, like that's that happened this week. They announced it on Raw on Monday because Sunday was WrestleMania, which, by the way, I didn't know this. But WrestleMania is now a two day event. It's on Saturday and Sunday. Really? Yes. I did not know this.
0: Wow. It says a lot that they can take on Sunday during football season.
1: Well, I mean, well, no, there's no football now, dude. Yeah,
0: dude. Football season. Yeah, but over football 40. season Come comes every year.
1: Yeah, but no, but I mean they they do the pay-per-views at night, and I mean, some people watch Sunday night football, some people don't. And, you know, if you have the ticket, if you do the pay-per-view, I mean you can watch it whenever you want. So you could potentially watch it. But yeah, so they have it on two nights it's apparently was two nights this night. This year. I think one night is on Peacock and the other one's on pay-per-view or something like that. I don't know. So but uh but yeah so they bought and they bought it this week which i was like holy shit that is a so, lot of fucking money
0: i think um there's obviously very different uh i think well maybe not so different but a little bit different demographic targets for the each of these companies right mm-hmm. so there's there's a different um a different style of entertainment that they're they're bringing to the table for each of these different yeah. companies right um How long do you think until they cheapen UFC enough to do a crossover?
1: No, here's what's gonna happen they're not gonna really do a crossover with UFC. What they're gonna do is they're gonna have UFC fighters, it'll be a halftime show. They'll probably have UFC fighters like go over there as wrestlers, and they may even have UFC fights during some of the pay per view for wrestling. For like the wrestling, who knows? But I don't think, I don't think Dana White's gonna, I mean. I don't think Dana White's going to try and, like, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Like, like,
0: oh, just... Like, blend them or whatever?
1: Yeah, because I just don't think it's going to work because you have actual fucking fighters in UFC that could probably kick these guys' asses without even thinking about it, even the smaller Yeah, but they're guys. not
0: actors, right? And no, they're all athletes. They're all athletes. The yeah, yeah, WWE folks are all, I mean, they've got to work out and eat right, and you mm-hmm. know, practice, and all that shit, this right? Isn't your so, dad's WWE. I, well, that's what I'm starting to think is like some. At some point, there'll be a UFC halftime show by WWE, and at some they point, there'll be a UFC halftime show during WWE. Like, either way, they could cross pollinate, right?
1: I don't know. I don't know. We'll see where it goes, but I don't know if they're going to go that far and try to you know, mix the two as much as you think. But I, I sincerely hope not because that will just water down the ego, water down the entire product. And it'll just look stupid. Granted, Dana White is not, not the not the, not the not the nicest looking dude considering that there's video of him slapping his wife and then he has the slapping competition too that he has. So God. <laughs> Yo, you, didn't know, you didn't know about that dude? At no. a bar. He literally like just just slapped his wife at a bar, dude. It was all over the internet. It was crazy.
0: Crazy. I confuse him all the time with Joe Rogan. Yeah, two different guys.
1: <laughs> two different,
0: guys. very different yes. guys. Clearly, both bald, they...
1: both bald, and probably about the same height. But yes,
0: well, because yes. I used to always see Joe Rogan like uh, commentating on like UFC. Well, he is; he's yeah, always on there. And to. and then you'd see Dana White, and I'm like, is that the same motherfucker? Who was just he's, on
1: the screen. He's, but Joe Rogan's only on <laughs> like the big like pay per view ones, not on the free ones that you get on ESPN and and that shit. Oh, he's I'm never on those he's on the he's on the paper view Well, he's he's joe rogan you know how it is man that's but yeah i mean that's bro, well, that's all i got for this week guys i don't know
0: do you have anything else i think that's the that's a good one man i think we're good there we've already yeah, gone. We have we have almost, no other comments from your 40 mom 40 minutes it's uh, dear good. god i hope not <laughs> we're not bringing it back it's not coming what back
1: in music for that segment I'm going to find music for that segment. To Messages. Nicky's Messages. Presented by Derek Badez. This will be like Monty Python and shit, dude. This is a dead pennant.
0: Oh, God. I love that. We were talking about that the other day. Anyway. It's time, folks.
1: It's time for the refill portion of the episode where we go on down to Tinkletown. Well, we uh, just go ahead and see what we do. And probably Eric's going to get himself another Mike's Hard Lemonade because he's uh, he's feeling it today. He's feeling that love. Yes, sir. Do it, man. Good good for you. Miguel is his buddy at this point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys in a bit. Peace. We are back from the refill portion of our episode. Uh, did you guys change
0: your shit at all? Yes, I did. Ooh, all right. It's a new one. Uh, it's from Eureka Heights. It's called Buckle Bunny. Okay. Getting Lucky Cream
2: Ale. I've Ooh. had that one before. Is there a little tiny little white bunny on it? I think I've had that. And they're orange too. Yep, I just, I've had that.
1: Ooh, I've had Eureka Heights before. It's,
0: it's a pretty good brewery. So let's see here. Let's go. Ah, <gasps> uh, nah. that's an ale. Not bad. It's uh, I'm trying to think here. It's like if you had a Miller Lite and it's been sitting out for about an hour. But is that's it cold, where it's at, at least. Oh, yeah, it's cold. <laughs> OK, yeah. it's just sure. it's like all the all those little the, stale. Just the flavor is very lacking.
1: Okay,
2: Derek. So you, are you going like... back to
1: your
0: cider? It's twisted tea. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, and yes, I'm going back to it. Eric, you're Derek, say I'm sorry.
2: You, you never, you never like any beer. Why do you ever, keep? Ever, ever. You never <laughs> like to try
0: it. new things. Okay, look, let's have a heart to heart here, folks. We need to have a moment. If it's not lost upon you all, as you've been listening to the hours that we yammer on in these episodes, (laughs) I do enjoy movies, but have no idea about the movie making process or directors or actors or historical films or really anything to do with movies. Um, I have have very little knowledge. I also don't really drink a whole lot. And this show is called movies on the rocks. (laughs) So, I kind of need to compensate a little bit, and that involves me going to find new beers all the time and trying to try at least drink <laughs> something new because you motherfuckers keep coming with Crown and Coke Zero every <laughs> fucking week. Okay, so I'm trying to carry my own weight, and you that's are. why I buy these shitty ass beers. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, dude, and, and okay. I appreciate okay. you going for that. Yeah, I appreciate I,
0: you I mean, going
2: I, respect that. It. I, respect I
1: respect it. I
0: respect it. But feel free if I'm on the bottom of the totem pole. Give me my pink slip, folks. No, 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 you're
1: good. You're good. I will keep you here, my friend. Because you know why you work hard, baby. Mm. That counts for something in these days. You work hard
2: at being an arrogant son of a bitch. And I bring Super the f- heat and the shit.
0: I bring and, them both, okay? And now moving
1: forward, <laughs> Nikki's notes.
0: We're not
2: going there.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, not even a chance. I honestly, oh, I wait, we're, really, we're gonna, if we're i do gonna put have
2: it, a note every single episode, I'm gonna be mad. we, we we're gonna put it to a vote. All right. Okay. All in favor for Nikki's notes, say aye. This is not a democracy, aye. you
0: motherfuckers. Aye. Aye. Oh, mm. all
2: all not in favor. May? Say Nay. Looks like he's... we're it looks like we're all in favor. Yeah, it looks like all it. Right. <laughs> we will take
1: silence as a yes.
2: I hate you both. <laughs>
1: All right. So, so yeah, so just look out for the next episode of Nikki's
0: Notes. <laughs> I hope this episode never seems the light of day.
1: Oh, buddy. Oh, it's going to be like front. And wait, center. wait.
0: This is easy enough. I just won't tell her to watch the episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eric, make sure to let him, his mom know.
2: I've never met his mom.
1: Just send her a message. Find his phone when you guys are together next week. And just, it's like, not send a, a chance. I'll tell, tell, Betsy. Betsy. tell I'll Betsy. Tell Betsy. Yes. Tell Betsy. You. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> tell Betsy. I hate you, Moving forward, Nikki's notes. (laughs) All right. So, all right. Now that we've done that, since neither me or Eric actually got anything new, Um, we are going to talk about the motion picture strong dogs. But before we talk about the motion picture, I want to go ahead and preface this conversation. This motion picture is a rough motion picture. And there are things that we're going to be discussing in this motion picture that do not necessarily represent how we feel about what happens in the picture in regards to in real life and what happens to people. We are just talking about the characters in the picture and how we see what, what they are portraying their actions to be. Okay. So, that being said, are you guys cool with that? I don't know if I did I say it well enough? I mean, you tell me.
0: I'm fine. We've seen okay. some fucked up shit before, so. Yeah. so yeah. No, I, don't,
2: I don't really think this is the worst of it, but I mean, it is sensitive content, that's some, for sure.
1: Some of the stuff we're going to talk about is pretty sensitive, so I don't want to, like, make people think that we're being assholes about what we say. Just because there are things that I'm going to say that probably are not going to like, people are going to like, but I'm just talking about in the context of the motion picture and how the actors are portraying the scenes. Okay? So I just want to make mm-hmm. sure that's front and center. Okay, the motion we're, picture we're talking about is the Criterion Collection motion picture known as Straw Dogs, starring the inimitable Dustin Hoffman.
2: Real quick, though, I'm sorry, it just took uh, me a moment to realize this. I love how Tomas apologized <laughs> for what's about to ensue. <laughs> I oh, didn't even
0: Oh, do I that. had to. I didn't I even do to. that railroad
2: movie dude oh no
1: railroad movie you should have done that for the railroad movie because that that was a fucking travesty so but straw dogs is a motion picture starring dustin hoffman came out in 1971 directed by i don't know i guess one of the great renegades of hollywood i guess i have no idea sam peckinpah um it also stars uh susan george uh peter vaughn which if you don't know who peter vaughn is but you know game of thrones he was Eamon Targaryen, who was the head of The Watch. The old man, the blind old man in The Watch. That's Peter Vaughn. But he played Uncle Tom, strangely enough, his name, in this movie. Uh, and then you also have a host of other British like character actors, which the, I was looking through and like, there's no, nobody else in this movie is really big except for one person, the guy who played Henry Niles. The guy who played Henry Niles, oh, what is his name? Oh my God, I have him here. Uh, give me a second. Are you serious right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I I don't have his name.
2: I, I forgot uh, his name. John, John
1: Niles. No, 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 no. Henry Niles. Henry Niles. Uh, mm. where's his name? Fuck me. Uh, name? David Warner. David Warner. David Warner is a was a consummate actor. He just died last year. I think he was actually in the In Memoriam in the Oscars. He, he played Henry Niles. He played the brother, the village idiot or the mentally incapacitated person in the town. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he, if you've watched any movies in the last, fuck, 40 years, he's in a ton of them. He's in Titanic. He's in Tron. He's in Star Trek. He's in, he's in everywhere. I mean, he was he was in Mary Poppins Returns. I mean, he's in a ton of movies.
3: Yeah,
2: he's he has a over familiar face. He has
1: over 220 credits to his name.
0: Yeah.
1: OK, and if you see him, you'll be like, oh, I know that guy. So David Warner is other than Dustin Hoffman. David Warner is probably the biggest actor in this movie now compared to then. Then I think this is like one of his first movies, but either way. So going back to the motion picture, like I said, came out in 1971. Here is a synopsis. I love that it's a one sentence synopsis. A young American and his English wife come to rural England and face increasingly vicious local harassment. And that is it. Gentlemen, let's begin.
2: <laughs> oh, Who God. wants to go first? Can I go? I'll go first because I, mm. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't have a lot of good things to say about the movie. I don't have a lot of bad <laughs> things to say, but I don't. I do have a few bad things to say, but. um, Is this going to be a short episode, yeah, you think? I, yes. I, for me, it's going to be short because.
1: I'm going to try and stretch it out.
2: Um, know, Do your best. <laughs> <laughs> go
3: ahead. But go ahead.
2: Uh, yeah, I. So I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really understand what was happening through almost the entire movie, and I'm not really under. I don't really know why I was having a hard time grasping what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my the biggest thing is that I have to care about what's happening. I didn't mm-hmm. give a shit about anyone
0: mm-hmm. in this movie,
2: and it, it it wasn't like I don't give a shit about anybody in this movie because there was bad acting or was bad writing. It's because no, they were. I think they were written to be that way, but. With that being said, there's a lot of heavy content happening in this film where it comes down to, you know, uh, gender roles. It comes down to misogyny, rape being the big one, wildly uncomfortable, long rape scenes. Uh, And uh, with all of that being said, (laughs) if I don't care about all the characters and these things are happening on the screen, then it just becomes mush to me.
0: So I was Mm -hmm. watching
2: something, a film that was just mush. And yeah, there was some sort of an arc where you have Dustin Hoffman's character who's like, I guess, looked at as like just this wuss or this weenie. And then he's finally pushed to his breaking point where he's turns into this tough man and protects his his home and saves. Yeah, but. Throughout the whole entire movie, you're watching yeah, watching Dustin Hoffman and his wife, and you're watching this woman just be abused the entire time. And to me, back in the day, maybe that was like a that was maybe expected or normal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And uh, because of that, this this film is gonna it, it, it's gonna ha- it's not standing the test of time, at least for me, because mm. I I just man I I, I the only thing I felt through the whole film was like, I kind of feel bad for this girl, but not really, which is why, wild, you know. So with all, all, the and then also too, like I just didn't care about the storyline enough to even like think about why do I care about this? Why do I care what's happening to this mm-hmm. this woman or not? Uh, yeah. It was a, it was a really boring storyline to to me. Like and then when you try to like find <laughs> the things that are good about it. It's not, it was a you. boring ass storyline, man. You're just watching this dude get fucking bullied for two hours, you know? Like it's it's this movie's not good. Sorry. I haven't gotten these thoughts out yet. I'm really sorry. And I think now this I watched it last night. I haven't talked about this with anyone until now. Yeah. Uh, was Reeves around for it? No, she wasn't. And I'm glad she wasn't because she would have been like, yeah, it's 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 this is trash. It is the film. That's is happened to be trash. sitting next to me. Yeah.
0: She happened to be sitting next to me when we watched it. And I I mean, I'm not joking. Her comment was, the fuck? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's a little, yeah. it was, it was, it was kind of, it was, the film was kind of like, I, I hate saying trash, man, but it kind of was. Like, I don't know. Like, I, maybe I it's not my period. It's not my, it's not my time period, you know? Here's the thing. I feel like I,
0: I, I don't want to call it trash. Yeah. Because, um, it's a well. Even I'm sorry. pretty
2: sure. I'm pretty sure I'm the person who called it trash first. Yeah. Um, Real quick, sorry. It's a well-made film. It's not. It's not a shitty made film. It, and there's yeah. good acting in it, but it's just not it, the film itself. Is it's not, not your good. cup of tea? Yeah. It's so. somewhere
0: between writing and shooting.
2: It just doesn't. Yeah.
0: Something. It doesn't pan something, out. Something
2: was off. Yeah.
0: For me, I felt kind of the same way. Like I'm watching these characters, and ultimately, like the entire first half of the movie, I'm thinking, "Wow, this." entire town might be, you know, I don't know, like all succumb to like lead poisoning or maybe they're somewhere like all on like the spectrum or something like that because none of them are picking up on social cues at all. Like this motherfucker does not want to talk. Why are you still hanging out with him? He wants to be left the hell alone. And like they, they do these long stares like you're trying to welcome somebody or Like even when it's somebody that they liked, they would treat each other like shit. Like the 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 drunken father and the uh, the bartender. Like they go into a whole thing, and he breaks a glass and cuts him up or whatever. And somehow he's still a buddy, still comes right back. Like what? What? I don't. You know, maybe um, maybe these are social cues that are unique to the region. Right, like maybe I, I'm I'm not from there. Maybe there's something that's because there's lots of things that you know we say here in the South that don't translate to anyone else. They they don't make sense to other people, but we know them, right? But it just and like it was they were really gratuitous with how drawn out the rape sequence was, and you know she's a little bit of a jerk before that. Like she goes around flashing herself to people, like. She wants it and doesn't want it, wants the attention, doesn't want the attention. I I mean, we'll definitely get into that. I, I don't mean to say that it was like somehow deserved what she got, but like she. I don't know, almost it seemed as though she was trying to kind of egg it on. I mean, she was chatting with the people that were outside. She was flashing <laughs> them. She was I
2: mean, here's the thing. I, I think it, it, it this is where like you're like you it's such a touchy thing to say like oh it seems like maybe you're you're skating on the line of like she was asking for it which just let's say it like that's probably what was being thought but here's the thing that i want to put out there yes we were watching a film with a female character that looked like she was quote-unquote asking for it okay that female character was written by like an old white guy back in the 60s. Oh, I thought he understood. And he, that was like some sort of weird, probably yes. obsessive so fetish in his head of a woman. Yes. But that's not how women are. I don't think no. there is a woman that is like that. No, I well, don't think and so. That, either. that
0: leads me to my next kind of complaint is, and, and it's very similar to what you said, Eric, is like this is not my time period. Yeah. I think, and, and the only, I, I think about any other movies that I've seen. Like that pop into my mind are like old James Bond films, where subjugating women, slapping them around, it's all widely accepted. Totally, you know, a yeah, manly man. The norm, that, like like yeah. he's he's a leader when he does yeah. things like this from this era, right? And so they're slapping each other around, like men to men, men to women, women to men, whatever. Like they're they're just all slapping each other around. I'm like, really? Is is this like a if I was having a conversation with someone today and they slapped me in the face, I can guarantee you that I am one, either leaving or two, there's about to be a fight like there is no let's stand around and talk after that.
1: You're going to go Sophia from Color Purple on your ass. like Like
0: that's and And, <laughs> you know, for reals, maybe maybe that is a testament to how, you know, an act of violence like that is viewed very differently today than perhaps it was back then. Right. I just got done talking about how, you know, he's a man's man. If he slaps his wife or whatever to put her in her place or yada, 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 I don't know. But like, I'm sitting here like there's there's very, lots of gratuitous slapping and yet no one does anything about it. And like, I I just, I, it was a whole lot of social cues that either people in the scene weren't getting, or I was sitting here watching and thinking like, I need to leave this motherfucker alone. And everybody keeps bothering him. And It's just I don't know. Maybe it's just not for me.
1: I mean, there's there's a lot of things in this movie that of course, like I'm this I I agree with you guys in the general as far as what's happening, like as far as social cues and things of that nature in the movie. It is something that's like very outdated in regards to that and it could be just from the aspect of the director as well who co-wrote the motion picture which we'll go into uh, part of an interview later on this episode yeah, no, we'll, good, we'll talk about it later yeah. which is amazing stuff by the way yeah. what he mm-hmm. said in a 1972 interview in playboy and i'll bring that up um but but there, there there's things in this movie that yeah that, i mean i know that i like As, like, somebody nowadays, it would be insane to even try to put that on a motion picture nowadays. Just, there's so much in this movie that's just, like, not there. But then, I just can't get past the fact that, you know, one, I'm going to be the minority on this motion picture. I think this is actually a very good movie for a lot of different reasons. And one of the reasons is that this is a Criterion picture. So, there's a reason why Criterion has this in their collection. And you can't get it anywhere but in Criterion. You know, and I think this has to do with the aspect of the motion picture itself, not necessarily the acting or the writing or anything, but I think the actual motion picture itself and what they're trying to show. I think this is a is a strong motion picture to watch very strong in general as far as the content, but it's something that is good, and I think it will drive conversation which is something that Criterion likes to do they like to show movies they may not be great in regards to critics reviews but they like to drive conversation which is why I think this is a, this is a good movie for that fact but
0: we're going to do some talking we're definitely going right. to do some talking
1: about the movie so I want to talk about what you said Eric in regards to the location and, and you Derek we said about social cues what, mm-hmm. you know, what was happening Sure. So let's think about, of course, this is 1971. They probably filmed this in what, like 69, 70, you know, depending on when they filmed it. I don't know timelines and how movies are sometimes, but. So this movie was shot on the Cornish coast of England. Okay. In that time. And even nowadays, actually. So not so much in England, but nowadays in the States, you have people in that time, especially since England is such a small country but back in that time, you had people that never, ever left their town. Never would go to oh, London yeah. or the big city. So all they had... Not,
0: I mean, to be fair, that was everywhere. I mean, there's yes, still places in America but, that are like that. But I'm saying
1: there's places in America now. In England, not so much anymore because of the way the size of England is. It's
0: Public transit. It's yeah. really a wonderful. But
1: thing. in the U.S., it's a completely different story. Public transit is not like that. It is like it is in England. But, but like, back then, you had people living in small towns that never left the town. They were born in the town, they died in the town, and they never left. Period. Maybe to the town over, but that town over is the same town as this, as their town. No difference. Okay? So you had lives and society that was much more closed than you had other areas so that's one of the reasons why i thought was pretty if you saw the motion picture when we first see susan george by the way susan george is the wife amy in the motion picture gorgeous woman absolutely beautiful she was absolutely beautiful
0: she definitely um and it was on purpose exemplifies like uh Anytime I think of like a modern woman at that time, yeah. Model from the seventies, you know, that's almost exactly who comes to mind. And
1: she's walking around town without a bra nipples and everything, which based on the interview that I just read from Beck and Peckinpah was of course on purpose, but, (laughs) but, but also on purpose in the fact that she's in a small town, she's left the town, married an American, come back, and she wants to show everyone that she's different and she's not like them. So what's she going to do? She's going to walk around town, young, beautiful, young woman with a mini skirt, no bra, and you can see my nipples through my sweater. Fucking pencil erasers coming out my shirt. You know what I mean? It was definitely. And like they that,
0: they made it a point to highlight that. That like everyone was looking at her. It so that the viewer paid attention to look this woman is walking around she's clearly like drawing everyone's gaze she's uh-huh. definitely you know the the focal point of every room she's in they they made sure to portray that
1: yeah for sure not only that but then you have her walking with this uh walking with these two other kids behind her one of which is another girl which we hear later on is the 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 daughter of uncle of the the uncle tom and she is kind of like a younger version of her essentially sure
0: yeah you know what i mean it's the early stage of life yeah
1: she's she's a teenager but like teenagers back then she's a bit more rebellious what she's wearing she wants to do more in the world she wants to see the world so she's being more out of the norm just like this girl so she's kind of like i see someone who's like me so i'm going to be like her a little bit you know what i mean like i'm going to follow her so you can kind of see that in the motion picture on top of that then you see dustin hoffman's character who is Right off the bat, your head shows this guy's a nerd,
0: a complete and utter dork. We prefer the term either intellectual or geek. He's a dork. Yeah, he was a dork. You're sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And he's walking through town, and everyone's looking at him, too. So you see the two dichotomies of the situation, the two differences, where you see her, who's walking around like a sex symbol in front of these people. You know, on purpose done by his peck and paw, and then you have the other side of the coin. This one guy where you're just wondering, like, how the fuck did he did he get this? This chick's way out of his league. You know what I mean? And he's just yeah. a complete what dork.
0: lottery did this guy win? For
1: real, for real. But I mean, I mean, I mean, interrupt me, guys. I want to talk about this stuff, and I'm, there, there's going to be a lot of stuff I want to be talking about, and I want to make sure you guys answer things. I don't think so, Eric really gives a shit. That's why
3: <laughs>
2: well. Um, well, some of I, it. I'm sorry, yeah some of it. I don't. I don't like this. We're story, gonna. We're gonna I'm go sorry. ahead and obviously. <laughs> so, all right. So, so we're
1: gonna go obvious, through this. We're gonna jump yeah. around.
0: again. No, no, yady. no. no yeah, we're, we're gonna be we're jumping
2: jump, around. I'm, I'm here. I'm with it. I'm with it.
0: All right. So, <laughs> what so, is the point of what? Uh, yes. The <laughs> yes. The end of yes, statement. <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say was, what was the point of, um them they they were very clear to give us you know uh, mm-hmm. a peek into their marriage their home life right we got to see okay. a number of sequences around the house we got to see you know how they interacted with each other how they like to spend their time what they care about she's always looking for the cat or she's relaxing or reading or cooking or doing whatever and then he is almost always in his study reading a book right that's like he's always confined there except for all of the times that they constantly are trying to bang. And she is more than once referred to uh, as you're an animal by him mm-hmm. referring to her. What's the uh, sex drive? Uh, let's say sex drive. Yeah. Um, very out of sync between the two. Right. And um, I guess I'm just curious. Why was that relevant to the story?
1: Okay, so here's something that I'm thinking while I watch the movie, and you guys can talk about it in general. So, between the two characters, they both have an abusive relationship with each
0: other. How so?
1: Okay, so here's my opinion of their relationship. So, they have, the way that they have an abusive relationship with each he is abusing her by utter neglect.
0: Oh, sure, yeah.
1: You know, he's abusing her by utter neglect, doesn't give a shit because in one of the scenes he's like, I need you to leave me alone. Do whatever you gotta do, but you need to leave me alone. Yeah, like get the fuck out of my
0: office. You know what I mean? Then on
1: the other side, she wants constant like uh constant affection. She wants to be constantly like given attention to, so she yeah, begins the to focal point always. She wants to, so she begins to verbally abuse him. So she's verbally abusing him, calling him a coward, calling him different names that he
2: ca- has well, no I mean, standing. Com- so there is one. He
1: is, and he is, and he is, and then. He is, and then she and the other side of the coin. So I mean, like they have an abusive relationship. Yeah, to there's each definitely
2: other. Uh, uh, an imbalance. Oh, I, think I agree with you. I think it's abusive.
1: <laughs> it's an abusive yeah. relationship on both sides of the coin. Now, granted, it depends on your opinion as far as which is worse. I mean, in reality, I don't think it matters. Abuse is abuse. It doesn't matter whose is worse and whose is not. He never lays a hand on her. He's not physically abusive.
0: Uh, at and the the she, end, and yes. she doesn't no, no, let me well, at the end. He be, At yeah. the end, he smacks her around. He yeah. kind of
1: <laughs> smacks her, I guess, and yeah, and then that's not great, and that's not good at all, and then you shouldn't have done that. All I'm saying
3: is that, that like
0: I, I would argue that he's been through quite a bit of trauma by that point. Yeah, at that and point, and um, we will discuss that trauma. Soon. That <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. It's still not okay, but oh, no. there are different there's different mindsets and thought processes. And, there's, and, you're she, in different- and by
1: that point, she's gone through some major trauma as well. And we would discuss that trauma as well. So I mean, but both of them together is not a good thing. They're just not good together. And you can see that there's things happening in the movie that's like they're starting to not connect and it's all happening since you got they got back into town okay
0: it's her so, town but when you say that re- okay let me let me finish my whole thought before okay. you respond when I say that I think about my question is why did we need to know that and the only point in which in that whole story that I can think of that them having a uh, uh, tumult- what's the word tumultuous tumultuous uh, tumultuous Tumultuous relationship. The only reason that that was ever pertinent in the whole sequence was after she'd been raped the first time, she somehow succumbed to the emotion of being, uh, g- gaining attention from someone mm-hmm. and she changes, uh, what's that, uh, like Stockholm Syndrome almost a little bit where she starts, yes. you know, enjoying the, or em- at least acting like she's enjoying the experience at that point. What started off as rape is now... um uh, what's the word uh, mutually agreed upon and that calms her long enough for him to have her lower her guard so that he can let the second guy have his go
1: all right so we're gonna talk so about that's that.
0: the only time that her having a bad relationship plays a role though
1: so so okay so we'll, we'll talk about that i think that's, that's that's a good that's a good that's a good thing to talk about because all uh, right so, I don't want to kind of go into it. I mean, there's a lot of different things. Um, one of the other things that we had in the movie, and let's, I want to get back to the rape scene at some point for sure. Cause that's yeah. a big part, but we want to make sure that in the motion picture, we, we give everybody context as far as what else is happening. So on top of everything that's happening with these two, then you also have the ex-boyfriend, Charlie Venner, Yeah. Who goes to see her in the beginning of the movie. And he talks about, you know, this man trap they bought. And he says, Oh, It's used to uh, catch poachers. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Anyways, bit of foreshadowing there, in my opinion.
0: So, um, yeah, good callback. I didn't even catch it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, but throughout this process, Charlie Venner and his boys, who have been fixing his garage or his garage, as they say in the movie, garage, (laughs) they are like oogling her. I mean, she also at this point she's because she's not getting the attention. From her husband, she's fucking giving them attention, so they give her attention.
0: She definitely has a bit of a strut around, you know. Whenever she strut, she took off her shirt and
1: showed her tits through a window and stood there.
3: I'm talking. I was talking about earlier
0: on, but you're right. She's definitely good at trying to. She likes the the focal point, right? She loves being the center of attention. I get. And I
1: mean, I think, and then there's that there's that one scene where she drives up and she shows that her stockings are all messed up, and you see her underwear, and they're just like. I mean, ogling her, but I mean, she did it right in plain view. I mean,
0: she didn't seem to care too much either.
1: Not at that point, she but she comes I mean,
0: back inside and she makes a comment to her husband. Oh, about they're it, practically
1: right? licking my body. I mean, I we're not saying this is, I mean, we're just talking about in the context of this one woman, you know, either consciously or subconsciously, she's doing enough to have these guys really want to take it out of her, it's which is so, disgusting.
2: It's uh, this is why, I, all right, listen. <laughs> Emma, I don't like this movie. The reason why I don't like this movie and it's, it's frustrating. And I'm so sorry that I wish that I can give you like more happiness about this, but he doesn't need it. He didn't deserve it. Okay, it's bad. No, the, it was a female character that was written by a dude that those people like her are not real that's what i'm trying to say like that's why i didn't like yeah. it or that's why i didn't really care that's not how
0: a real woman
2: would a act real woman even even
0: someone do that. who had those let's say there's hypothetically a woman who you know likes to be the center of attention likes the focal gaze likes all of yeah. these things she still wouldn't react the way whenever she had been approached by her ex no because but- she was very Throughout the In almost the first half of that conversation, she was very uh, comfortable with the very close proximity that he was leaning in. Yeah. Even though she said, that's my husband. Even though she said, we're moving back, or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, You're not really important. You know, she only goes as far as to say, like, take your hand off of me, whatever. After he said something that she had liked like to hear, his arm had been there for a while. Oh, yeah. I'm but- just saying, like, it's. To your point, Eric, it's just not believable because that's not how a a real woman would, like a a real person. That's
2: why I hate this movie. It is not, (laughs) it's stupid. Like, even like, like, that's why, like, I feel bad because it's like, we're going to, we're going to talk about things in this movie. But these, the, the, the reason why I hate this movie, the reason why I'm having a hard time connecting anything or having any emotion, even for that character, is because it was a character. It's like, she's a caricature of a male fantasy. That's what she, she is. is. She's the hot you know what, blonde you know what that normally yeah, looks like the hot blonde that'll get naked in the window and try, likes the male gaze yes. and acts like she doesn't want it. Puts on the show. You gotta be hard with her, and then and then this somehow is how gets they raped write and porn, says dude. nothing to anyone and doesn't yes. tell her husband and keeps it to herself. This is fake, man. It's shit. It's shit. This it's is right. how they write porn. the test of
0: time. It's just how in. they write the porn. It oh. I'd love to see what's in your pizza box. Exactly, Derek. (laughs) You know know
1: what? You you want to know something, Eric, and I appreciate you saying that, is that I'm happy that this movie did that to you because it made you feel things.
2: I know. I mean, oh, oh, I'm not. Listen, no, both of you shut. No, no, listen, I'm I'm a proponent of that. I'm the proponent of that. I feel I this, what I felt no here's the thing I didn't here's what I felt about it I felt something I felt like it's 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 not good Angry and I'll never rage. watch it again that's what but, I felt like, but it made me feel something and and I was repulsed and good job but it's doesn't make it a good movie
1: and that and that's your yeah. opinion and that's great yeah. i mean it, it that's the whole point of why we, i want to have discussions because that's what i said remember when i told you guys about this movie it was like you guys are gonna like feel things with this movie dude Like, it's no, gonna I come felt, out
2: i felt nothing that's what i felt <laughs> no,
1: no, no 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 you felt you felt hatred and repulsion, felt mad. and yeah. that's mad and that's that's cool too and that's good yeah. and i and i oh, appreciate dude,
2: no, dude. that oh dude i'm not mad like listen i, I don't think i'll ever be mad at watching a movie on this spot, I think we there's a movie far... I can pick that you'll be mad. At. <laughs> oh, it's actually, a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you've galactic. ever seen and no, no, no. Fuller's White
1: Dog, but no, that's that would make you mad.
2: <laughs> actually, that that Galactic one, that to, that the scene. Galactic one, yeah, that dude, one, that mad. was garbage. Okay, I'm mad about that. I'm not <laughs> no. mad about. Okay, here's a. I'm not mad about this movie, but I also like left it thinking like this. This is shows that like thankfully the there's some sort of, yeah there's been some sort of progress yeah. in hollywood thank god yes. but like oh, also misogynate. too it's just yeah. it's it's a it's a it's like a it's a blinding reminder of our past it's like damn bro like so, so,
1: here's so. my question to you here's my question to you and based on you know what i read in that interview and then i'm wondering for whatever case in point is just an aspect of this movie do you think peckinpah because he co-wrote the motion picture okay he co-wrote the motion picture do you think Peckinpah did that on purpose to just get something out of the Because this is the thing. This is a movie that he made after The Wild Bunch and after the movie, the other movie, Cable Hogue, which are two Westerns that he got a lot of money for, that he gained a lot of money for the studios and that they were like, oh, well, they greenlit whatever fuck he wanted. You know what I mean? So he decided, all right, fuck it. I'm going to make this. You know what I mean? Like he gave him this script and he's like, fuck it. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But do you think it's one of those things where he just was like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And this is what I'm going to do. And it, and it just comes out. And it's just like, whoa, like that kind of shit. And he just makes his own piece, work of art, which I, I honestly think this is a work of art based on what I'm seeing. But with what he did, this is my opinion. I didn't go to film school like Eric. Eric may have a differing opinion. But there's a lot of people in film school that consider this a work of art as well. Do just because you know I, I mean? went
2: to film school. <laughs> you're, so highbrow, you're so highbrow, dude. It doesn't seem I mean like, like my opinion matters. Like
1: but what, what film school, did you go again? The Art Institute. There you go. No, just kidding. I love you.
0: <laughs> so, can can we? we mm, okay. I understand. I understand that this movie is revered by some. Um,
1: I won't say revered. I don't. No, 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 no. I'm not saying revered. I'm not saying revered. What I'm saying is that people consider this even if it's a good. There are good works of art and there are bad works of art, but it's a work of art. I wouldn't say it's. I will say revered.
0: Well, my point being is that this was uh, probably quite of a of a standout film for the era that it was mm-hmm. released from. It right? was. Um, but nowadays, when I think about what was the movie? Gosh, I don't remember that. Was it called Safe House, where the woman was locked in the safe room and like they were trying to break into get uh, her safe room? Safe room. It was basic, like, that's how it ended. It was just that movie over, like, and that, that's what it culminated to. Like, they're trapped in a house. They're trying to fight off people from trying to get in. Like, this is just a.
1: All right. So, okay, before we get to that, I want to make sure we talk about a couple other things before we. Because, okay. I mean, we're, we're skipping okay. over a lot of the stuff. So, as far as the context is concerned, there's here's, here's what I want to ask about you guys. As far we know the relationship between these two is very um, you know, abusive. But the character that is Dustin Hoffman's character, David Sumner, why do you think he's in England? Think about it. The comments that were made, why do you think he's in England? I
0: Okay, because so the last
1: thing in the movie I was just like, why is he there?
0: They so they mention a couple times that you know, he's got this grant and then he's doing his research. And, you know, she mentions she kind of makes the jab at some point that it's because it's the last place that you could go. But even though all of those hints they'd given us, none of them really seemed firm enough for me to actually believe as the core cause that he was there. And so I could only retreat back to the one thing that I was thinking all along, and it was she wanted to go home and be around the people that she cared about. And he's just following her there because he wanted to support her or whatever. Here's what I thought. He's there. I think that that was just
1: a reason to go there. But I think the real reason why he's there is because he's working for the government, that he's working for the U.S. government, uh, working on, you know, radiation Things with nuclear bombs, things of that nature. I think he's working for the government, and so that's why she said she made the comment where he just didn't make a stand because he could have, as 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 the as a mathematician, what he does as far as radiation, because he mentioned radiation to the to the priest to the vicar.
0: It was astral radi- radiation. Yes, We're talking about, but it's still radiation. Like but it's still radiation. and stuff.
1: It's still radiation. And so he, I think he's working for the government, whether it's the U.S. or the U.K. government, because she also said there's no other place to hide. So is the grant with the U.S.? Is the grant with the U.K.? Is he there as a criminal? Did he do something? Because one of the things that I've noticed while I was watching the movie, and then the second time I watched it, because I watched it twice, right? I watched it twice. Is that the scene in the bar in the beginning where he kind of gets pushed around, he's not really surprised he gets pushed around by the people in the bar and he gets in the middle of that fight, he's more annoyed than anything else that somebody got in his way. I I mean, the way that Dustin Hoffman portrayed the character, he doesn't seem like he's, yeah, he's a nerd and he's a worm, he's a he's a dork. He is that. But he's, in, I, I don't know, he's, in my opinion, because I, I, I've seen the movie a few times. Is it the first time I've seen it in like 20 years, but I saw it twice for this reason? Because I noticed little things that he was doing and I was like he's kind of a sociopath the character he has like sociopathic tendencies he only really like shows emotion when he wants to get what he wants he never truly gives into her like reasonings and things of that nature I mean I mean there are some people who think he actually killed the cat
0: hmm I think it's a bit of a stretch.
1: I know. I he guess was very that.
0: surprised by it.
1: But then, of course, you think to yourself, did he you do that on purpose? Was that him? You know what I mean? Like, it's just people think, I think he didn't. That's just my opinion as well. But I just think that, you know, the way he portrayed the character, it's just someone who is Eric, did not you, you really you think like he,
0: that. he killed the cat? No.
1: No? Nah. Yeah, some people do. I His don't. His reaction I don't.
0: was, he was... So ice giants are real, but... He didn't <laughs> I don't actually think the world is (laughs) fucked.
1: Derek has the Galactic Railroad. You have the ice giants, bro.
2: (laughs) Oh, don't
0: don't forget he doesn't believe that we watched the the, moon landing.
1: landing. That's right. right. Oh,
2: that's what this is stemming. (laughs) I do believe we landed on the moon. I just don't think we saw it. That's it. I don't understand why that's that crazy. <laughs> well, what are they going to
0: do tomorrow or next week or what is it? When is it that they're going? They're doing the next loop around oh, the, the, moon? Artemis too? the Artemis yeah. I mean, Two. I mean, I believe they, can't they can wait. do it now. Yes. Will that be a live feed or will it be pre-recorded? Did they get Scorsese? No, I
2: don't know if it's going to be live. But. <laughs> <sighs>
1: so but but i mean i mean that's those those are that's my opinion what do you think eric what do you think
2: he was there to do or do you just not give a fuck i just don't give a shit man (laughs) i want to hear your
1: opinion though
2: my opinion of the movie is it's not that good like there's so many i told you it's mush there's like there's you just talk about all the things that you just concocted and the people that are like thinking about it there's but there's no real basis for any of that the storyline is flat it's 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 it's, bleh. I admit, <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's I will admit like, I will admit
0: that it it does make okay the the comment that you made about how it's the last place to hide I hadn't considered that from the perspective of him being on the lamb but I also had no reason to believe that there's any real reason he would be on the run. Like astral radiology is in no way harmful or dangerous or he was doing mathematics. I mean, like (laughs) what was he working out the formula for like cloning children? I mean, I don't know. No, I don't know. There was no social. But but then he also
1: said astral mathematician and he made it up. He said,
0: yeah, but I mean like there's no, I didn't see anything that led me to believe like, Oh, bad guy. Bad bad guy. Like, so what was the point of me knowing that he's on the lamb?
1: I'm I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm just saying it's another just. Uh, <laughs> it's oh to make God. you think. That's all it is. What I'm did, just what did you think about
0: him? the uh, the hunting scene? When he I, the the kill. I knew
1: they were gonna fuck with him right off the bat because they've been fucking with him the entire movie. Oh,
0: well, I figured they were gonna fuck with him, but I also didn't expect him to get a shot and then leave the corpse. He left the game in the bush.
1: That's what makes me think that he didn't kill the cat.
0: Uh Sure. Yeah. But I'm sure that it had to have meant something more than that. God, I hope it did. Well, this... I
1: just think that he just, I don't think that he's ever killed anything at that point. So he didn't want to, he didn't want to be, it just, it just felt bad to him. So that's why I don't think he killed the cat because yeah, he fucked with the cat a lot. I mean, he threw fruit at the fucking cat. So, I mean, he did. But I think in his mind, yeah, the cat's a nuisance, but whatever. It's her cat. I'm not going to do anything to it. I'll fuck around and say I will, but I won't do anything to it. But
0: yeah, You're not a cruel human being that would eat her harm an animal. At
1: that point. At that point, he's not a cruel human being. But I think when, when he realized that he had killed the bird, he was like, Oh shit, because remember he lifted the head and he let the head drop. He's like, fuck, I just killed something and he didn't like it. He didn't like the feeling. So that's why he put the bird back in the bush because it was just like not what he was there. He didn't realize how it would make you feel.
0: What do you think about the other guy that was just standing around watching him from the bushes? Eric? I don't want to keep talking. I want Eric to talk.
2: Uh, He's just being a creeper. Yeah, I think that's all it is. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't... There's a lot of other things besides that that don't make any sense to me in this film. Like... Well, they mentioned they were going to push the birds to him. And that's how they did
0: it. There were a hell of bird Like, a lot of birds there. I mean, he probably could have got a couple.
2: But Yeah, I know. That's another thing. He was... Like, I guess they're trying to show, like, what kind of... I guess... The He's not the, a tough character man. He has, he's stuff. not but, like, a man. Also, too, like, how are you... Like, how is it... Like, another thing, too. Like, the whole, like setting that up as this like uh i guess is like the um the ploy or whatever the plan so that the guy can go to the house and talk to the chick like how did that happen in that period of time like that also just didn't make any sense to me like how did those dudes go to his house and rape his wife without him having any idea
1: well here's here's one of the things that i thought about so and I, and I agree with you there was something like wondering how that happened so
2: and he
0: moves in like nothing ever they, happened
1: so the other guys probably they never spoke because they were going to walk out they walked out in four different directions to go get the to push the birds to him but i think charlie just went and didn't tell the guys he was going to the house sure I think Charlie just went because he knew that she was going to be home by herself. So he took off and went with without telling the guys, the other guy, Norman Scott, which by the way, if you listen, if you watch, you didn't watch, you didn't watch the second time, but second time I watched the movie, he made a comment earlier in the motion picture when the rat man stole the underwear. He told the rat man, Hey, I went away for 10 months. I don't want to do that again, which means that, I think Norman is kind of a sex offender.
2: I mean, to uh, certain like, degree. shocker. That's like, it, like, it's not like not a big like shocker based on the race scene that we're gonna talk about.
1: <laughs> but I think, I think he, I think he basically was like, I don't want to go away again. So Charlie goes to this house. So guys, we're gonna talk about this scene now. Charlie goes to the house. He talks, starts talking to Amy. All right. and he's basically forcing himself on Amy verbally. Then yep, physically, yep, yep. and she wants no part of him. She's fighting him off. She's telling him no, get away, get away. And this There's is where no shit concern. turns crazy. Where she halfway through the very rough rape scene where he's slapping her, he's taking her clothes off, he's he's ripping her clothes off, basically. Yeah, all of a sudden yeah, she begins lame. to, and this is like I said in the previous like I said in the beginning of this segment, we're not saying that we that, that that we think this is actually true. We're just talking about in the context of this motion picture.
0: No, her she begins to like written, it. Yeah, her character was written to start giving in to those emotions. She
1: she gave in to the emotions of Charlie Venner, her ex-boyfriend, and she began to like it and to want the affection because she hasn't been getting it from David. And they go through this. Extremely rough, super hard love making scene, which is not great to watch. But she's enjoying the whole moment. And in the middle of this rape scene, okay, which we think is a hard love making scene, some which could be construed as rape, we see Norman show up with the double barrel shotgun pointed at Charlie. Charlie wants no part, and apparently, you can see that Charlie knows what Venner, what Norman wants. But Norman is telling him to move out of the way with the double barrel shotgun. Then Norman comes around and begins to not only rape her, but rape her, and, and then, but then Charlie begins to hold her down through the process. And this that, that's where it turns from, oh, I'm making love to my old ex-boyfriend to, holy shit, I'm getting tag-teamed and raped by two dudes, and it's a horrible experience. And it's just, it's, it's a rough scene to watch just in general.
0: It was very rough. I mean, I will say that, you know, I'm sitting next to my wife in bed and we're watching this movie. and <laughs> you, guys first, you guys didn't have
1: fun together after that?
0: No, we both hated this movie, but <laughs> um, the first time that, you know, she takes off her blouse or I was like, Oh, titties. Like, sure. <laughs> I bought it for this. That's great. And, they're, and they're great. They're spectacular. Fantastic. I'm I'm here for this, this movie. He's got a shot. It could be, it could be decent. And by that sequence, and she's just being violated. It just made it feel just made nasty. you feel dirty, dude. I felt just so grody, dude. It oh. was
1: it's a rough scene, and it's and I don't know, Eric. Talk to me, dude. Come on, bro. I'm talking, Eric. Derek's talking. I know it. this is his favorite part. I think that's his favorite part. Yeah.
2: I mean, this is this also. I the reason why I have a hard time like developing thoughts about this character because it's it's a character that was written as a fantasy by a man. It's not a oh, real yeah. person. <laughs> like, so, I'm so for,
1: that, for that context, I'm gonna go ahead and read a page. Okay, this is a page, so just bear with me, guys, of an interview that Sam Peckinpah did with uh, somebody with uh, a a reporter from Playboy. Uh, let me see if I can find the actual author. Uh, I can't. But anyway, it's a Playboy, art interview from like 1972 with Sam Peckinpah. All right. I'm going to go back and forth between two different voices. So just bear with me. Okay. Peckinpah, this is the Playboy interviewer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what have pa- I sign up for?
1: Pauline Kale has called you a passionate and sensual artist in conflict with himself and she wrote in her review of Straw Dogs that, this, it, that it's the film you've been working your way toward all along, but that's not exactly a compliment. She's horrified by your apparent endorsement of the violence in the film, and she claims you've enshrined the territorial imperative and are out to spread the Neanderthal word. More, more! love it! She also calls it the first American film that is a fascist work of art. Explain, please. She says the movie acts out the old male fantasy that women respect only brutes and that there is no such thing as rape. That women are all just little beasts begging to be subjugated. Amy, the girl played by Susan George in the picture is a young, uninformed, bitchy, hot-bodied little girl with a lot going for her, but who hasn't grown up yet. That's the part. It wasn't an attempt to make a statement about women in general, for Christ's sake. But what about the rape scene? Amy is clearly enjoying the experience, isn't she? Aren't you saying, as Kale implies, that, that, that that's that woman, that women, that's what women are for, to be used and enjoyed. Well, Pauline, I trust that's part of it. But I'm not putting down all women in that scene. Amy is enjoying the experience, yes, at first. Doesn't Kale know anything about sex? Dominating and being dominated, the fantasy too of being dominated by force is certainly one way people make love. There's no end to the fantasies of lovemaking, and this is one of them. Sure, Amy's enjoying it. At least with the first Bray who takes her. The second one is a bit more than she bargained for, but that's one of the prices she pays for playing her little game. There's always a price to pay, Doctor. Kale compares you to Norman Mailer and says you're both in the same machismo bag. But the difference is that Mailer worries about it. For you, she thinks it's the be all and end all. I like Kale. This is great, by the way. I like Kale. She's a feisty little gal. Just makes you just totally understand where this guy's coming from. And I enjoy drinking with her, which I've done on occasion. But here she's cracking walnuts in her ass. Look, what if, they've, what if they've given me War and Peace to do instead of Trencher's Farm? I'm reasonably sure I'd make a different picture. But you picked The Siege of Trencher's Farm yourself, didn't you? I didn't pick anything. I've never picked any of my films except one, The Ballad of Cable Hogue. That's the only movie I ever picked to do. Tell us how it works then. You're offered a lot of pictures. I'm looking for a job. I'm a whore. I go where I'm kicked. I'm a
2: very good whore. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this is the dude that wrote and directed this movie. Which doesn't help his case for me. No, it does no. not. He's, he's it not does doing not well not doing well. But. He
1: is. I mean, I like the movie, but he is a misogynistic asshole. He really is. And yes, there are things, there are themes in things in this movie that cannot and should not hold up well. But I think that's also. The reason why this movie is where it's at as far as the Criterion Collection and far as where it's at in in studying motion picture is because you see the wrong things that are in this movie and why it's there, and 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 because it's there is because of him and how he did things. I haven't read the book Trenchers Farm, I've never even heard of the raid at Trenchers Farm. But what I have heard is people I've read about different reviews of that book, and everyone says the book's a piece of (laughs) shit. The only good thing about the book is the raid at Trencher's Farm. That's it. The rest of the book is a complete and utter piece of shit. So, I mean, he made a movie out of a movie, and, he, and if you read the rest of the article, which I'm going to send it to you, Derek, so you read it, you can see where he gets the things with her in this movie because he is a complete asshole. He is a misogynist, complete and true. Now, you can almost admire, almost almost admire his misogyny that he knows that's just him he's real that's all he is about you can almost admire somebody who's really uh, safe like in their own skin
0: unapologetically
1: unapologetically and- yeah. if you yeah. read the rest of i mean it, i mean i printed out the interview it's like 15 pages and i read this interview and i was like holy shit this dude's a dick but he's like but i'm but he owns it he's like i'm a dick i don't give a shit i don't give a shit what you think i'm a director i'm a dick I live in this world, and probably in that world, it was okay. Especially in the studio system. it's okay for him to be that way. But this movie, yeah, it has themes and elements yeah. in the motion picture that are not great. Like, I mean, the way they treat Henry Niles, which this movie had its own little subtext of, like, of mice and men in it as well. You that's, know what the,
2: what well I mean? that's, like, one of the first things I thought, too, is, like, it's highly unoriginal. It's a very... It's got yes. this really yes, loose right. feel of that Steinbeck. So, like, you know... Yes. Like but I, in England, yeah. not like
1: Depression-era America. Yeah. You know, and so, okay, so we're going to fast forward now to the main part of the story, which is the raid at Trencher's Farm, which is the raid at Amy's Farm, um, because it's a farm that's owned by her dad. Okay, so the aspect of the motion picture... So, going that night where it's the raid at her family's farm... Let's just back it up a bit. That, Earlier that night, they're at the church social. They got invited by the vicar to the church social. This is after the rape. Right. What's Lots happening? Of flashbacks. What's happening?
0: Lots of flashbacks there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's uh, still on her mind. I, it could be the next day. I mean. I, or the same day. The, I, uh, how do I say this? This is exactly how I would expect a man to per- perceive what it's like for a woman after being raped. Yes,
2: that's what I'm talking really? about. That's why this movie sucks, man. It's not, good, it's not a good point of view. It's not good. Yeah.
1: It is not. It's not great. It's not a it good point, not point
2: of view. It's a terrible no. point of view because it's not real.
1: No. Yeah. And and maybe that's how it was back then. Who knows? I'm not trying to say that it is, but who knows? That's his, that's his opinion of how they should react. But so she's having flashbacks, and then what's happening? I mean, I, I mean, Eric. I know you hate the movie, but I need you, bro. I need you to <laughs> talk, bro. I, I know I talk all the time, but I need you tell to me, get in there. What so, was
2: stay, wrong Tomaz, with Tomas? If, if you gave us a moment, we, we would we would chime Sorry, in. my bad, my <laughs> you bad. A chime lot in. of talking, my man. <laughs> my bad, my bad.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go talk.
2: Uh, what do you want me? What were we talking about? Just go, yeah, go. We're it?
1: talking about the social. We're gonna get to the rain. The
2: only thing I really like, I have a hard time saying anything about because again, I, I I'm seeing this movie as bad characters written by bad people. Not bad people, but like it was people that shouldn't have written these characters. Period. That's it. There there is no I don't think they can even consulted a woman about this. Like just watching, watching <laughs> the way she acted and reacted. One moment, <laughs> yeah, the way she reacted. I Any, mean, literally, I'm like, this is the, a caricature of what teenage boys think that women are, and that's just not the case. No, it was a failed attempt. So, like, I can't. So when you're like, what, well, think about this, think about that. no, I can't because this movie is inherently flawed. <laughs> it's <laughs> very hard, to and do. that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah, the acting was good, though. They did a good job there. Well <laughs> shot. Well shot. I mean, yeah, we'll and we the acting wasn't even so that good, actually. The acting was, uh, she was kind of bad several times. Actually, you now that I think
3: about it, there
0: were
2: multiple times that she was pretty bad. Yeah, you, you th- get, throws you a bone, takes
0: it right back. Ugh. Yeah, I <laughs> sorry. I shouldn't have said that.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I uh, I thought it was a little strange that they needed to explain that there's one the the major or sergeant or whatever his name was like there's one guy who's got morals we just need to establish that they're not all shitholes what why it did it didn't have any impact at all when it came to the raid he didn't make a lick of difference (laughs) no he did not no (laughs) he he did did not he didn't help he was Very quickly dead. (laughs) Matter of fact, the first dead. He was the first to die.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. So, I mean, so. Did you? I didn't. I mean, the way the movie was, I mean, there was the scene where at the
2: social. Well, you want to talk about the raid, right? So talk about the raid. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But I'm saying like, we got to also give in context of how, why the raid happened. So the raid happened because at the social, Henry Niles and. Uh, Tom's daughter, I think her name was Bonnie. I think her name was Bonnie. Yeah,
2: Um, I think Bonnie, the one, the girl that, yeah. The girl, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: So, like, she teased Henry the entire movie.
0: We were so off.
1: Janice was Janice. Janice,
0: sorry. sorry. Janice had both of all of us being there.
1: You go, go. Janice. I think of like the I think of friends. Ah, So (laughs) So, that's
0: what Jersey people are like. Yeah,
1: (laughs) oh my god, Chan LeBing. So, anyway so Janice, ah, I love how if I'm Aside for the name Janice, if you watch the friends, like if you watch Friends on HBO Max and Janice shows up and she laughs, on subtitles, it says machine gun like laughter. That's what it says. It says every time she laughs, machine gun life laughter. Anyways, but so yeah, so in the scene, in church social, she's like messing around with Henry Niles, and they call out to her and he freaks out and he grabs her, and in the process of him grabbing her, he chokes her to death. He literally hangs either her.
0: Either that, or he broke her neck. Because well, man. yeah,
1: yeah, no, he squeezed her neck so hard, but she was hanging from his arms through her neck. So like, he either broke her neck or choked her to death. One of the two, and didn't realize it because he's it's just his and and, and also to Eric's point, this is written by somebody who sees that and thinks of it in a negative way of people who are mentally deficient and he made a mentally mental case, a mentally deficient person kill someone for whatever reason it was because he's afraid of what may happen to him because he's with a girl
0: because of the way the town treats him. Well, because they kind of indicated that he had been messing with little kids.
1: But in what sense?
0: I, and they weren't really clear. Yes. And there's really not a good answer there. <laughs> but, no. um
1: Which is also... Uh, part of the fact of it being in a small town. And what yeah, people they just of kind of kept, like that. kept
0: it to themselves and decided to sort it out themselves. They look after their own. They said some kind of comment around that, and they kind of yep. handle their own justice or whatever. Yep. And I suppose that kind of led us to the raid, but...
1: It leads us to the raid because what happens is Henry leaves the, the, the church social. He's driving on the street, and David and Amy hit him with a car. <laughs> Yeah, hit him with the car and they take him to their house. And in the process of trying to find a doctor, they call the pub asking for the doctor. And the bartender tells Tom that he's at the house. And now is when we get to the raid (laughs) the beautiful, beautiful raid. I love the raid. Oh, it
0: was just a little bit ridiculous. (laughs) It's so. Ridiculous and violent, which I he call. shoots yeah. his own foot off. <laughs> oh, it's I mean, so great. They throw hot oil on funny. each other. Or something yeah, the hot, or the hot,
2: the, oh man, that was. And genius, they didn't though, even though, play that like.
0: up into like, there's a bunch of fire right there. Yeah. We could be lighting them all on fire with hot oil. It's just a missed opportunity.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so here's one of the things that I thought was kind of crazy is that like. He didn't really get mad until they started breaking his house.
0: Well, he kind of thought that they would just leave; they would dial down and yeah, give
1: up. But even still, like he never said anything about protecting his wife, protecting you know their lo- their, their their life or whatever. He just or protecting their life. I don't life. think he said he I said. He really cared I will not bring violence parents against his house.
0: Yeah, I don't think he really cared that much about her. I, I don't think point. so either. That's why he said she had, the house. She'd been very clear about. I don't. I don't care about saving this kid. I let him have him. Yeah, they'll leave us alone. And he's like, except, no. Except, like, she ought to know.
1: They just they're raped not, her.
0: They just <laughs> raped her. They're they're almost certainly going to do it again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean. And
1: so I mean, like, he said your
0: weenie boyfriend's gonna protect you? No. Yeah, he didn't
1: do it the first time. What's he gonna do now? And I mean, there's, I mean, the way the way that it was funny was that I mean, like, they tried to go into the doors. You know, they killed Major Scott. <laughs> just like they shot him right there in the front. Right away. Right Hide away. away. And the minute he said that, the minute that happened, he was like to her, he was like they're gonna kill us now." Yep. It's that's it. We're done. And then they say, Charlie goes and I, and they're trying to bring her on the door. And Charlie goes to her, open the door, Amy, open the door. Just like okay, Charlie, you know, because she wants to end it, thinking that that's going to help her situation, and it's not. It's not going to no, help her
0: situation. His, he's just the first one that raped you. He's the one that's the most bold.
1: Exactly, and it's just it it just escalates from then on. And so as they go through the process, he's like, "I'm going to protect everybody. I'm going to protect this." I mean, he starts killing them one by one or at least getting rid of them one by one like he got then, rid of,
0: and then the, the 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 pedophile kid or whatever started trying to mess around with his wife upstairs again I mean was
1: he though or was he just scared he was just grabbing somebody
0: look look if okay I could I'm sure they didn't really quite understand these concepts in this era of time right now in the 70s they did not but I mean, I could have seen that somehow this guy was potentially on the spectrum to some extent, right? Like, cause he seemed very awkward around like loud so- sounds and, and he didn't act quite the same as everyone around him. He definitely was fixated on some things that didn't quite make sense. I, I'm, I i do not know. Maybe he's on the spectrum. Maybe that's why he was in a panic and messing with his wife upstairs, but all the same, like he, just they just locked him up, and they should have just just left him in the fucking attic at that point. Like, well, he they broke did not the, need that. He problem. broke
1: through the bathroom. He was in the he bathroom. He wasn't in that. the attic.
0: Okay, they should have started in the. Well, of no, course, he was, the it, he was in the he bathroom because they were
1: the cleaning bath. him up. But then he busted through the door and then grabbed her because she was the first person there, and then. When 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 he got up there, he just slapped him in the face and kind of woke up and was like, no, <laughs> just like as if he was a dog, he was like, no, and he took him in the attic. He locked him in the attic, which is also uh, not a great no, thing that no. he did. I mean, there's a lot of crazy things in this movie that I'm just like, holy shit, they can't believe they put this on film. You know, <laughs> like there's a lot of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that wouldn't, wouldn't really hold now. up. Hold up today. Yeah. Um. I also didn't really understand the opening. uh, Not that we're at this point, but the opening sequence in the graveyard with the kids playing. I didn't get that either. That Uh, was what? What is the point? That what did it add? Is that something they did there?
2: Ugh. That was Was that that like reminded me of like something in anime where they have those like random things that make (laughs) me just
0: random B-roll unrelated. (laughs) So okay, so
1: one of the things that I I thought was funny was that when she he killed Charlie with the man trap earlier in the movie, he said and I said it's early in the show. He said that that's what they were used to catch poachers, and he caught a poacher. Yeah, because Charlie was poaching his wife.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. So
1: sure. I mean, it, it's kind of a bit of a foreshadowing in the motion picture. When I saw the movie again the second time, I'm like, oh shit.
0: It'd have been funnier if he helped move it in. Yeah. Like he had opened it and set it himself. He did. No, it was the other two guys. No. The rat catcher. No, and it the, uh... was
1: Charlie and Norman.
0: No. Yes. Oh, I don't remember. No. no, it was the rat catcher. No, it
1: was not. It was Charlie and Norman. Charlie
0: stayed behind in the city.
1: No. The rat Whatever, no, no. That happened matters. later on when Charlie when Charlie was already working in the garage.
0: I'm gonna spot check this real quick. Spot you guys check it
1: on. for sure. But yeah, no, I'm telling you, it was Charlie and Norman. The two rapists had gotten the man trap set up in the house. So, but yeah, but anyways, but yeah, no, I mean, I mean, like, look, my opinion in this motion picture is that, yes, it's a rough flick. I am not going to disagree with you there. I personally think the movie has its merits in the context of what it is. It's not a classic by any means but it is in my opinion a work of art and something that should be studied so
2: that's just Mm. me eric how do you feel about that i mean i i i that's how he feels, man. I just I disagree, but that's he likes it. He likes it. I, 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 I,
1: I am mean, not saying it's great. I'm not saying you, it's
2: amazing. But you, yeah, no, you said it's a work of art. That's a, it is a work of art. Then, then that means it's amazing.
1: I'm <laughs> you not saying it's, amazing. it's a work of art. That's me I, you're just Picasso's it? I don't oh. like, but they're works of art. I think it's something that you can study. It's like wild. saying
2: this, you know my shirt's a work of art too. You know? It is a work of art. Yeah.
1: I think it is a work of art. But I'm not a big mm-hmm. fan of the Giants, but I do appreciate that. Like I appreciate the motion picture and I appreciate what they were trying to do. I don't agree with some of the stuff, with some of the stuff, a lot of stuff in the movie, but I appreciate what they're trying to do and what they were trying to say. Yeah. But I don't agree with it, but I do appreciate the motion picture. And I think
2: You uh, you absolutely can love the movie. It doesn't I don't love the movie. Because we don't like it. You're allowed to like it. I, to like yeah, yeah. I like the movie. I like the movie. I like the movie. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean you can like we don't like most of the stuff that Derek brings. <laughs> you're you're, you're good. Yeah, you're good. yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the
1: movie. I'm not saying it's amazing, but I like the movie and I like that we can discuss it. That's why.
2: I know. I, I just—it's uh, okay. You two
0: are so intolerable. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's just not a just good. Derek
1: doesn't like the feels.
0: This, as always. I asked a question. Oh, what? What, <laughs> Eric? Yes. Do you think of this as a work of art? No, hard no. Is there? It, 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 I guess, how do you feel? Because
2: I'm curious about this same thing. How do you feel about the
0: fact that this is a criterion film?
2: I, I mean, I think it's a criterion film for like other reasons. I don't, I just, I think it might be criterion because it's, it's a, it's honestly a Dustin Hoffman B side, man. Like, this is like, it, like one of those ones that got lost in a cabinet somewhere and they found, they're like, oh, there's interesting things going on in here. Who's that
1: banned in the UK. Yeah,
2: there's interesting shit. So let's put it on Criterion. It's Dustin Hoffman. So I think that that's why it's Criterion more than anything else. It's a B side, man, that you just don't like. I I didn't even know what the shit was until <laughs> until he brought it to the table. You know? <laughs> and, he, and, and, and he's great in the Hoffman He's awesome in everything, you know? Yeah. But it, it, you know, I. I, the movie. I think
1: it's worth. I think it's a movie that's worth seeing. And also, dude,
2: Criterion has films on it that I don't think are good. I don't think so.
0: I don't think. I don't think it's worth seeing. <laughs> I think people should pass on this one. <laughs> 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 I think I it's that not a Criterion funny. film, but just off the top of my head, Dustin Hoffman did uh, Outbreak, really good movie. Um, Rain Man, really, really good movie. Kramer. You know all the, the presidents, man. All
2: the president, dude. He's got he's got some some. He's zingers. got some bangers out there. He okay? guys, he does, yeah. he does. Like, tootsie. Tootsie this he does. is not it. You
0: don't need the this box checked. <laughs> Graduate. Oh yeah.
1: I mean, I get what you guys are saying, but I I I disagree. But that's okay. Yeah, it's Look,
0: cool. Um.
1: All right. So you guys, you guys mm-hmm. want to go to ratings? The.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm we ready. Should. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So, Derek, what's your rating? All right. Uh, how well it was made, 3.4. Okay. And how much I liked it, 2.2. That's a 5.6. I'm okay with and that. I made sure, uh, you know, before we started recording, I mentioned that I just finished list- re listening to our Big Trouble in Little China episode with <laughs> Sal because I needed to get our ratings for the database. Right. <laughs> and I happened to you know look at the rating that i gave big trouble in little china about how much i liked it i gave it a 2.3 that is a tenth of a point higher than this
2: one (laughs) so it's it's right where it belongs (laughs) that's nice uh i i think i'm just gonna give it a straight five man it's not it's not you know Mm-hmm. The worst thing ever, but it's far from good. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it <laughs> just a five, straight average, yeah. just average. Yep.
1: All right, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a six. That's about okay. where I'm at with the motion picture. Like technically, it is. It is done well as far as the, the motion picture itself in regards to directing and, and acting. But as far as the content and what they do in the motion picture, I totally agree with you guys. It's not great. But it is something that I think that is good and it's up for discussion, which is, which is what I prefer about the motion picture. So, yeah. So, I'll give it a flat six. So, six. So,
0: that would bring our average for that one to 5.53. There you go. And that works. And it's definitely better than Railroad Galactic. <laughs>
1: <whatever. laughs> that was a 2.7, right?
0: Uh, 2.76, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Hey, man. It's right in the middle of the road. It's a little bit better than average. Little bit better than average, nothing great. Uh,
0: yeah, god, I hope more than average is I half. Hope. Is
1: I'm saying five, average is five. That's just, I hope, the
0: I hope that better movies <laughs> is that <laughs> is that the truth? Are most
1: movies a five? Uh, that sounds you so want to know what maybe, this, you want to know what the I'm rating spoiled. of this movie is in IMDb? Yeah.
3: It's like a
0: seven, something it's like a, a 7.4. That's so wrong, god, Jesus,
1: yeah, god. seven, four in IMDb.
0: Don't watch this movie, folks. <laughs> I think you, <laughs> no. I think
1: you should. Please, but I'm the minority here, guys. Do no, you're not the minority
2: because I don't think you shouldn't watch it, but I also don't think you should. I'm very in the middle about, about yeah. that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like think if it's, it's a on, movie that you can should watch it actively but avoid. It. But I don't think it's a film that like you should sit down and like watch. Yeah. To, you know, yeah. like I don't yeah. know. Like I'm very yeah. numb about, I'm numb about this one. I
1: think that's the whole point of the Mushbridge is to make you yeah. numb.
2: I don't know, they man. I don't, I don't think Sam Peckinpah was that deep, bro. I don't after think after he was that deep that article, either. I, after reading that article, <laughs> I don't think so.
1: What he no. talked about... I mean, he has gone through three marriages. I was like, dude, this guy is a fucking jerk, dude. <laughs> like, he's such a dick. <laughs> this is so good. I got to send you this article. You're going to read it You're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Like, it's wild. But, all right. So, now that we did our ratings, fellas, what about the top shelf... So this is already longer than "90 Like the Railroad, and I'm so happy that we passed that point. So go ahead, <laughs> Derek. We, we talked about this movie for a good hour and forty or hour and fifteen minutes. So I, I'm proud. What is our uh, top shelf, Derek? What's your top shelf for this episode, brother?
0: My top shelf, dude. I'm struggling right now. Like there is not a damn thing on right now. I'm revisiting everything. I've watched like so many anime, and all of them are <sighs> just trash, dude. I'm I'm hurting for it, so I have to go back to the old faithful list <laughs> of back catalog things that once upon a time were hot and spicy, and they're still my top shelf. They're still good enough.
1: Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh,
0: you know, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I don't know that I can make that a top shelf. That's not for everybody. That like, is not. That's like um. Uh, what was uh the color purple? Like it's not it's not for everybody. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna bring up uh, a show that I watched uh, a few years ago, and then they I, I, they stopped it. I think after the third season, and that was perfect. It was a perfect bow. There's an anime series called Psycho Pass. It's great. I man, I can't tell you. It's, so it's it's the whole concept is they've developed this technology. That can detect if you are going insane, and so essentially, like everybody keeps going crazy, and they just start murdering and you know plotting and killing and bombing and you know raping all these these psychotic things. And they they develop technology that they can basically point this thing at you, and it gives you a score. And if your score is high, then you're a psychopath, and you have to be detained and treated, and blah 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 blah. Well, the gun that they use to like determine if you're psycho, um it also has a like it's a gun, right? So it can it can fire like this kind of laser type thing. Um and it gets increasingly stronger like it shoots a more higher caliber bullet, let's say, if it determines that you are that lethal, like that you could cause this much harm, like you're about to set off a bomb, well it's going to nuke you on your first fire, right? Um and the whole sequence, I'm, I don't want to give away the ending, but it turns out that the AI itself that can, it's the only way that they can recognize psych, uh, psychotic behavior is with somebody who's a psychopath. And so the AI is a bunch of psychopaths <laughs> and they can just see like for like, they can identify each other. Anyway, really cool series, two or three seasons. Um, check it out. Psychopaths.
1: All right. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it, but okay, I appreciate that. Thank you, Derek.
0: Kind of, it's kind of, kind of violent. Nikki give Nikki give
1: us play. her notes on that, just so you know. She doesn't on either. his top shelf. <laughs> she <laughs> watch Psychopaths and let us know what you think. She well. she
0: sent me a a message a while <laughs> back. She she goes, like, I tried what? that. She goes, I tried that anime stuff that you watch, and she picked <laughs> the worst. It- the worst anime of like the season, like some
1: harem hentai.
0: whatever. No, it was. It is worse than that. It is. It is, and there is no joke Wonder about priority. It. No, no, no. There's, there's, there's no joke. Whenever I say this, this is genuinely the plot of the entire anime season. There's a little girl who's like five or six, who likes to go fishing. When <laughs> oh she does it every day, oh. and she has a friend who goes with her. And it's about them learning how to fish.
3: That's no the lie. Whole show. You, you're kidding Every, me.
0: I am not making. the. There's no punchline to <laughs> <for> that. It <laughs> is serious that you get educated about fish throughout the process and different types of lure. It is genuinely about that. That's the show my mom picked out of the fucking haystack of animated. <laughs> the cornucopia of styles yeah. and, and, and stories to be told. She picked that shit. Oh, God. You it's know, so bad.
1: I just looked, podcast everyone, podcast people in the world. I looked at Eric's face as Derek was describing this show, and he was like, "Oh dear God, there's an actual What's show this? like this." It's
2: so dumb. <laughs> I mean, so stupid.
1: How does it? If, if in real life, like, how would that get past the pilot? Like, I mean, why would you put your money they, behind a they show like this? Greenlit
0: a whole season. They greenlit a whole. How season. How many episodes? Um, God, I gonna have to look. I gotta. I need at to least
1: twelve. It. Usually, it's like twelve episodes is like the minimum. Usually, that's Dude. fucking stupid. No, I don't want to even know.
0: Dude. Actually, it's, tell
1: me, but don't like just don't want to waste no, time.
0: Like when I heard about this anime, and I genuinely thought it was gonna be something cool, and I watched the first episode, and I was like, "This is the, the steamiest pile. Of- <laughs> 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 it's, it is just boiling, like my, my god, and." Like, she, I was like, oh, I, I didn't Did know. She you watch all the episodes. No, I'd only watched one episode. That was all it took. Did she watch all the episodes. I think she watched like oh, three or four. And, and and the thing is, is I had no idea that she had the rem, the, the faintest interest in sampling anime. <laughs> so she just on her own try. I, I get it. Trying to be supportive. Mom, I, I appreciate it. But man, you could have asked for some guidance. Nick, like, you, should, you should. She should have asked you. And you could have given her like a Miyazaki. I, I mean, at the least, they're so
2: easy to watch. They're practically Disney hey, Nikki, films. Come on, Nikki, take this guidance. Don't watch any of it, okay? <laughs> Just don't.
1: Watch, I, watch Spirited Away, Nikki. That's that that one's amazing. It's
0: a great one. Or My Neighbor Totoro. The, the, there, uh, there are great Miyazaki films. Um, and there Do not is watch Grave of the Fireflies unless you
1: want to cry. Do not watch Grave of the Fireflies.
0: Yeah, we have an episode on that one. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> don't watch that as your first one please (laughs) it's really good
2: but it's not what you're looking for no
1: no eric what what about you brother what's your top shelf this week
2: uh my top shelf is music so there's this band that came out i'm into like indie music again this Mm -hmm. is a band called boy genius it's a super group of like these three, um, these three uh, solo indie artists: uh, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, Julian Baker, and Lucy Dacus. And if you if you're into indie music, you know who I'm talking about. And they've come together and they've made this group, and they are amazing. And they have an album. It's called The Record. Boy Genius, check it out. That's a, that's my top. Cool. Show. All
0: right. That's awesome. Is this like an on repeat?
2: Or yeah, that like on repeat. A right listen right to now? that and another oh, okay. band called Lies. They're both on repeat. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm gonna. Right. I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna check them out. Send me some of this stuff. I'll. I'll it's on Spotify. I won't right,
1: inherently
0: shit on your music taste. It's, it's okay if, <laughs> if you need to. It's fine. Not, I have a niche. Yeah, they
2: music have like taste for sure. They
1: have like two albums. They have a yeah, the the record
2: rec- and then the record's the, the record's a single. No, the record is, is that an album. It's a full album. The and the other one's an EP. Okay. The record came oh, okay. out like two weeks ago or last week or something like that.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. What, what, I appreciate it what, what, what kind of,
2: of what genre is this? Yeah. It's is indie what... music. Maybe be considered indie. Yeah. What does that mean Um <laughs> I'm
0: gonna say it's something you <laughs> hear hard to, at hard to really at an hotel. open air bar in Austin. Yeah, sure.
1: Okay, yeah. that
2: works. College radio esque.
1: Oh, yeah, I love sure. that.
2: There you go. Yeah.
1: I listen I have a playlist that I listen to on Apple Music called uh College Radio Classic. And bro, it's like Bro, it's so fucking good. It's like, Party no, no, it's not that kind of, it's not that like, kind dude. no, no, yeah, it's like echo and the bunny man, fucking yeah, like, like that, like indie music, new have, order, like music. that was indie Violet music of the Femmes. 80s. Yeah. 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 Like old school REM. You yeah. Know, Cause that's where they came from college radio. Yeah. So yeah. So that's cool. That's good shit. I'll, I'll take a listen to them, dude. All right. Um, my top shelf is a bit different. It's uh, actually it's not that different, but it's okay. Um, I've been watching this show on Netflix called The Night Agent, right?
3: Hmm. I want
1: to preface this by saying that it is somewhat of a cheesy show. It's essentially a conspiracy show here in the States. Essentially, it's just like you have this FBI agent who is working this, I guess you could consider like a dead-end job in the basement of the White House, where he's there to essentially just answer a phone. And that's all he's supposed to do, a phone that never rings. But on this night, it does. And he sends him on this huge conspiracy that reaches the upper echelons of the White House. That's basically what the story is. I've been watching, it's 10 episodes, which is long, pretty long for nowadays, some Netflix shows nowadays. It's 10 episodes. And I'll be honest with you, like by the eighth episode, I was like, I don't know where this fucking show is going. Like, it was doing some twists and turns. I mean, I was like, where the hell is this show going? Like, where are we going? How are we going to end the show? Who's going to live and who's going to die? Like, a couple characters that I didn't know were going to, that I thought were going to live, yeah, they died off in the f- fourth episode. Like, they were gone. Like, they were done. It just happened to get killed off. So, but... it was, just, It was, it's, it's, a, I, I am enjoying the show. I am enjoying the ride the show is taking me on. I have two episodes left. I think I'm halfway done with the ninth episode. But I'm like, I just want to, it's already been green lit for a nine for a second season. Like it's already been green lit. Like Netflix already greenlit the show. Hmm. So it's it's I'm I'm enjoying the show.
0: Oh, I did see I did hear it about it. It seemed
1: this. a little cheesy on the trailer. The trailer does not do it justice. I'll be honest with you.
0: Well, I honestly just thought of this as like one of those more drawn out i mean they were, they released like three of them what is it white House down or yeah angel angel American... Angel has
1: fallen whatever yeah
0: yeah, like just no, another like somebody tried to abduct or kill the president it's
1: not that at all, dude at all okay. so yeah it's it's a cool show, but for an honorable mention, there Eric, this is probably with you and me, dude, did you watch Waco American Apocalypse?
2: sure did, bro. All three hours, back-to-back.
1: This back. <laughs> shit <laughs> was crazy! Yeah, it was good. This shit was nuts, but whatever. Yeah, but it was good. But yeah, watch The Night Agent. It's it's worth it. I think it's worth it. It's cool to watch. Good pick. Good pick. So, so now that we've done that, Eric, what is your choice for next flick?
2: I I have a choice, but I think you guys might have watched it, now that I think about it, before I saw it with you. I think you might have. Shit. Did you guys watch well, What was it? Did you guys watch Children of Men? No. Oh, no. Okay, perfect. No, That's haven't. it then. I thought you watched it for some reason.
1: Oh, a little uh a little uh Alfonso Cuarón. That... Yeah, little Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah. I love that movie. There's a Good lot movie. of stuff with that movie too.
2: Yeah. So, Children of Men. Oh, I do remember this one. Great okay. flick, man. Clive Owen uh Homegirl uh Homegirl from Boogie Nights. My girl in Yeah. Liam yeah. Moore. Yeah. Julianne yeah. Moore, fucking uh, uh what's his name? The British dude. Uh yeah. what's his, he's got the it's hard to pronounce his last name. <laughs> I forget. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, it's got uh, Chaweta, uh yeah. oh no, you're
1: talking about Chawedo Ejiofor Yeah, yes. Chitolo Ejiofor yes. Yeah. But, but I'm talking about the other guy, the um the white guy. Uh what's his name? Fuck me. The one who like got big in the States because he did those BMW movies back in the early two thousands. Uh the BMW episodes. Jason Shit. Statham is in... <laughs> no, 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 no. Back in the early 2000s, this is going to date me as fuck. Back in the early 2000s, they made like these like five-minute short films BMW did, and it had this actor in them. And it was the guy from Children of Men. I uh, forgot his name. Uh... Oh fuck me, children of men. I'm gonna find it now. And before we go, who knows? I wanna find... yeah.
2: But either way, like men. if you want to watch a, Clive, uh, Owen. Of Clive Owen, Clive Owen, Clive Owen, Clive oh, Owen. Oh, he's the main character. I said I thought yeah, I yeah, started yeah. with him. Yeah, Clive Owen. No, I, I, no, no. I, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about someone outside of Clive Owen. No, Erick. no, yeah, no. Yeah. I was
1: talking about Clive Owen. I um, just couldn't remember I, Clive Owen's name. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had. Do you remember those commercials? Yes. Like they were directed by like like. Big time movie director like John Woo directed an episode. I think Wes like,
2: Anderson did one too. But Wes
1: Anderson did yeah. one also. Uh fucking uh, guy Ritchie did one.
2: Mm.
1: Like it was wild, yeah. dude. They made a whole mess of them. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah, Man. So, yeah, it's in, in
2: of men. Rent
0: it on everything, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't can... stream it for free anywhere. It looks like
1: no, not right now. You did before, like Netflix had it for a little bit, but that's it. All right, so as yeah. far as quotes, there's not many. I do. I have one that I actually like laughed like out loud when I saw it in the movie. And it, and it's great for this, for this segment because it has no context in the motion picture, but it's great. Anyways. Uh, it's uh it's the song they sing in the bar. When uh Major Scott leaves the bar.
0: Oh, no, the <laughs> fucking the cheap <laughs> one, yeah.
1: Now some men goes for women and some men goes for boys, but my loves warm and beautiful and makes a barring noise.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Good night, folks. good night everybody. Peace.